mustache. I know. Like, I like your mustache. I was planning on doing it, but once I lost <laughs> this, but I was sitting trimming it out because I hadn't shaved it for like two weeks and it was yeah. like boss couch. Boss Accidentally couch. hacked about it. Mate, you, big chunk of this. Do you think I did this on purpose? You look like so, the mustache. Yeah, you left it on purpose, but yeah, you don't I left like, it on purpose. So I you're didn't. saying it's worse to have the whole thing off? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't like. I, I still remember from. The, I still remember from November how bad it felt when the full beard came off. Like it I looked, doesn't. I looked like one of the stone heads. Like you, the stone heads from. You look like something out of the Chernobyl series now. Oh, like yeah. up close, yeah. you look like something. I've, I've got yeah. radiation no, not that. You, you just look like someone from that region of the world. You do. <laughs> Like if you were and to speak it. fluent, Soviet, like like Soviet. <laughs> Has anyone ever been described as Soviet? Me, never you look kind of Soviet today. You alright? Vicky called me when that way, and she said I look Slavic. <laughs> you do. You look like someone who's thrown me out of a bar after one too many. Yes, <laughs> I've been thrown out by many Eastern European bouncers. Yes. tell us, Mike. Yes, yeah. I can't believe it. Like I don't believe Mike getting rowdy. No, I've been. Uh, you want to hear a cool story? Always. Uh... This was when I was, I must have been like 17. I love Andy's face whenever Mike starts telling a story. Andy's face lights up. And he was like, on you go. Strap a cell in. your asshole. Go make an ass out of yourself this week. Um, I must have been like 16 or 17. There was a club called, it was called Drink NYC. It was a terrible club. It was on Staten Island. It was awful. It was in the middle of nowhere. Doesn't sound great. But we knew the promoters. So we used to get in for, sometimes we got them for free. Sometimes we got free drinks or whatever. So when, when you're 17 years old, that's a big deal, getting free booze, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Which didn't stop us from drinking on the way there, though. Like, oh, we put yeah. down a bottle of something. We were like, why are we doing this? Anyway, um, so one of my friends got into, it wasn't even a fight, but he just got into an altercation with someone, and the bouncer was throwing him out. So I was kind of following to see what was going on, because I couldn't see. I was like, oh, what's going on? And one of the other bouncers kind of grabbed me from behind. All I felt was a arm the size of like all of our arms put together under my chin and I, my feet were off the ground. And I was like, oh. And then he was like having a conversation with one of the other bouncers who I knew with me in the air. He was like, huh? What? And like shaking me around. He was like, no, he's fine. Put him down. I, I and they see, finally put me down. I didn't even turn around. I was like, oh, let me alone. I've see, I seen a bouncer throw a man from, you know, the archway that goes into the loft. Mm -hmm. Some wee wido was getting weighed with a big guy, big guy with a bonnet in a... We got with a what? A bonnet. A bonnet. Got like okay. a Peaky Blinders cap on. And literally, I can't mind his name. He's quite a renowned bouncer in Perth. He literally grabbed this guy by the scruff of the neck and threw him. And the guy didn't hit the deck until he hit the pavement. <laughs> and all the time that the guy was in the air, the bouncer managed to get his hat and his jacket off on the flare. <laughs> and then the guy sort of stood up and he was waiting for somebody to hug him back. And no one went near him. Good I, times. But, uh, have you ever seen people actively try to fight bouncers? I, I don't understand. Yeah. Why? Why? These guys, they, they do this for a living. Like, they've had to fight people for a living. It's because you've been drinking. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, going to a club, and then they knocked the guy out in the club, dragged him out, threw him out, and then he finally came to. He came back with a couple of guys, not as many guys as the bouncing mm. crew, and they were like, let's do it. And the guy was like, why? <laughs> like, we just knocked you out. <laughs> yeah. Why are you going to, why take, do you want to fight us again? <laughs> take the bait and go home. Just take go home. Out. Yeah. But, they didn't fight again. The thing is, there's, a, diff there's a, a big difference between a decent bouncer and a bad bouncer. Yeah. Mm. My mate, we were in fucking zoo, in the, in the VIP <laughs> section of zoo. Sticky floor central. So the back yep. bit that everyone could get into. But my mate had fallen asleep because we'd been on it all day. And instead of like trying to wake him up, the bouncer just grabbed him and huckled him. So my mate sort of lashed out because he'd just been thrown yeah. up. So I ended up me and my pal were on about these bouncers. But then a couple of months later, I was in a club in Aberdeen. I fell asleep in the nightclub. And the bouncer was sort of like, come on, pal, time to go up the road. And I was like, I guess, thanks, <laughs> mate. Any chance you can point me to the nearest kebab shop, please? 
And he did, and I went home, and it was lovely. <laughs> I'm good glad times. you put that to bed, yes. That's a decent bit of Pramble. That was a good story. That was Mike. good, yeah. Thanks very much. Well, I've fallen asleep in nightclubs. What's that all about? <laughs> no on the gear, Andy. Falling That's <laughs> 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 what happens when your nose remains unpowdered. So. I've definitely fallen asleep in a nightclub before, yeah. I've fallen asleep or been so drunk that I've had to be like carried out of a pub or anything like that. I didn't, you're not that like, kind of take a drink, though. Oh, you can. In, he, in, kends <laughs> <laughs> he kends himself. He kends himself. Will we do that? We do it? Uh, more stories? No, I was just saying, in that same club, probably a couple of weeks later, I actually got so drunk, threw up down myself, and then got dragged out, like feet like dragging, like the tops of my feet dragging across the floor as they took me out. <laughs> actually, it was funny, right? First of all, they pulled me off the couch after I was sick of myself. They dragged me to one exit, and then that exit was locked. They're like, no, you got to go the other way. So that, imagine them dragging this six-foot lanky... Um, I was probably like eight stone at the time too, <laughs> dragging me across the nightclub dance floor. I just imagine you get picked up like an unruly toddler, like under <laughs> the arms, you're kicking your legs. No, I was out. I was out cold. And I lost a shoe. Imagine losing a shoe, going that's out a, with a, two shoes. It would have been a Timbaland as well, wouldn't it? <laughs> that's no. why I was wearing Timbaland, but that's hilarious. I guess I don't lace them up. Yeah. No, I was just wearing dress shoes and I woke up the next morning and I was a shoe short. A pair of Winkle Peckers. <laughs> And they've all pointy Seek. bad boys. They may, they may have had a buckle on them. I don't know. <laughs> Last time I think I was out with you, Jordan. Uh-oh. I think you lost your shirt. Oh. There's, so there's definitely some pictures that was, of that, that somewhere. Was, that was a good few years ago. But yeah, that definitely happened. <laughs> yeah. How did you lose your shirt? I took it off actively. Yeah. Venue. Were you yeah. swinging it around your head? Yeah, I think I yeah, was. Oh, was. my days. Yeah. It, was a, it was a habit I had about five or six years ago. I have grown out of it. Now. Mm. Like My clothes do firmly <laughs> remain on. That's sad. No, it's mm. because my body now doesn't match my enthusiasm <laughs> for nudity. <laughs> So back then, I was, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. But, you know. It's tough as you get older. It is, mate. Aye, you can't <laughs> it is. yourself. The dad bod's right. taking effect. There's much more wobbling involved. Dad bods are in, though, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mustaches are not, but that's by the by. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight. I'm your host, Jordan Patrick, and I'm here with my co-host, Pod Daddy, El Grande Nippes, the big nipper. The hot nipper today. The hot nipper. Tops off. Hot Tops nip. off Tommy. Hot nips. Hot nips. Hot nips. <laughs> this is I just I could probably clarify for our guests. It's nothing to do with his nipples. It's, no. He nips problems. He's a yeah. problem. Oh, we, Mike right. has grown up as we've done this podcast. And before he used to be not so much a pushover, but now as soon as there's an issue, nips it. Nips. I'm under Andy's wing now. Yeah. He's uh, the tutelage. He's uh, provided Andy's me with. Coached them up. So yeah, a couple of years to go, but he's moved up to the levels. I've only finished the first unit, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got a word with dots for us? I do. Word with dots? No. Uh, people do not seem to realize that their opinion of the world is also a confession of their character. That's good. Mm. Yeah? I quite like that. Ain't I like that. That's better than some of the ones you've come out with. Like. Why? Wow. Have I been on the slump recently? No, actually, that's, that's two in a row, actually. That's yeah. two for two. Well, no, you're, you're more um, 46 for two. Or two. Two for 46, you mean? Yeah, yeah out of all of them. <laughs> also got your old Danny Mac on the ones and twos. What's happening? And we are also joined by founder and co-chairperson at Pershire Pride, Claire McKenzie. Hi. How are you, pal? I'm very good. Thank you very much for coming on. No worries, man. I think I pleasure. mentioned this to you on a night out at Christmas time. Yes, and I thought it was just pub talk, but here we are. <laughs> it, did, it made more sense to do it near the time <laughs> yeah, of the actual Pride definitely. event. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, quick hands, yeah. grasshopper. There you go. There you go. Jordan almost knocked over his mic. That's the first time I've ever done that. I can't have reach from my tin. 
I think, probably. Anyway, Ten on the same I've hand. I've had a drink today. Sorry, same hand. Look <laughs> <laughs> at the shakes. Um, yeah, Claire's going to join us and talk about this year's Persia Pride. Mm-hmm. We've also got a girlfriend, Molly, hiding in the corner over there. Hi, Molly. <laughs> just chime in if you want. Just yeah. jump just on the shout, mic. Just you laugh track. When we say something that's incorrect, <laughs> when, you yeah. can just come over and correct us about anything that you may know about. Um, but first of all, we'll go through a little bit of housekeeping, as we always do. Yeah. Um, currently don't have a sponsor. We don't. Ooh. We'd like one. We would. Yeah. You can sponsor us. It's DOS. Yeah. Please look at me for. <laughs> okay. Oh no, I, I, I You're a salesman of the crew. <laughs> yeah. Get your get hand in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please come sponsor us. Um we've had a couple of weeks where we did have a sponsor and now we had a couple of weeks where we didn't have a sponsor. And it just helps us helps us keep the show afloat. Yeah. And without having to go in our own pockets to do yeah. it, right? Because we're all poor as fuck. Yes. Yeah, cool. Um, we do have this month's Patreons, though. I we believe. do. Now, I'm going to read the list of Patreons. Uh, I did, I've been saying a few people who stopped paying. So, I'm not going to say is this week in the hopes that you do. We put right. them on a shit list. We put them on blast. No, no. We're not putting anybody on blast. We're gonna, hopefully, it's a bank issue. We're, so, we've got Allie Cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Henderson. Yep. Callum McLaughlin. Yep. <laughs> Chopsticks. <laughs> Chopsticks is out. Right now, I think she has some friends from Edinburgh over in a little cottage next to the Great Wall of China. Yeah, with amazing. a pool in it. Did yeah, you see that, that shit? Look like crazy. I Had her dog in there. Perspiring. She's running China, isn't she? Huh? She's running China. Oh running. yeah. yeah. I, she sells arms. We, we, she's an arms dealer. We know this, right? <laughs> she's oh, I'm not. I'm not putting this out there for. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking out blonde-haired, blue-eyed innocence at all, man. Yeah, <laughs> nah. she's into some dark shit, I believe. Yeah, that's all I right. I don't think she'll correct us. She'll probably love us for saying that. But yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm convinced she's an evil genius. Well, when I when she got off, I think when she left here the last time, or she was somewhere traveling, and then when she got back, straight off the plane, I went to the dealership and bought an Audi. And I said something about her selling drugs, and she didn't say no. So <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just going to assume. Yeah, no, I offer, it's not even that extreme. Like, sometimes I'll see people that are wearing holiday on Facebook, right? And then like two days after they're back, they're in the pub. I'm like, how? Where did you get the money for this? You were just abroad. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to do that. Like, That's their holiday after the holiday. I'm still yeah. I'm approaching 30, and I still have to plan all of my excursions around about payday, because after about two weeks, I'm fucking skinned. I've been good the last couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 I'm feeling flush. I was. That was right after I sold my phone, though. That's why I had a little uh, extra okay, cash yeah. there. I'll be totally fucked this week, yeah. this month, I mean. All right, uh, Craig McCaffrey, Danielle Miller. Craig. 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 They make fun of me because the way oh, I say Craig. Craig. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah. say Craig properly. C. McCaffrey. First initial C. <laughs> Danielle, Danielle C Miller. C for Craig. C for Craig. Danielle. Uh, Rifi. Check to Rivi. Get your t-shirts at Rivi print. Yes. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. There you go. <laughs> Ralphie Roggs, Roddy Bader, and Stephen Stosh Tosh. Stosh had a lot to say on my mustache the other day. He did, yeah. He did, he, uh, a lot of people had a lot to say yeah. on your mustache. Shall we read some of the comments from that before we yeah. get started? Because that was yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, because we didn't have much feedback, so we go for mustache feedback. <laughs> <laughs> um... So for those, well, we'll get a nice picture of it for the Facebook page. There's already mm-hmm. pictures. We don't need yeah, more. No, I've done, done it in honor of Pride. I'm dressing up as Freddie Mercury. Okay. Oh, that's what okay. I, mean. See? That's what I appreciate that. Thank cool. you. <laughs> You're welcome. That was the first comment on your Facebook post. It was yeah. uh, a gif of Freddie Mercury winking. Um, you look like Zlatan, someone said. I don't know why Zlatan. He wishes. He wishes. Zlatan's got a goatee and is about eight stone mm. lighter. Ali Cook says 80s football hooligan. What do you uh, think? That works. Mm-hmm. That I can works. see that, yeah. yeah. Um, German porn star from Bobby Gibson. Yeah, that also works. Yeah. Fat Freddie Mercury. Yep. 
Yeah, and then you said thick, we don't fashion. Yeah, we don't fashion when it's <laughs> funny. Fit right into like an old early 90s episode of like The Bill or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I need like a, a pastel suit, like a, a linen pastel suit. <laughs> the Bill. I don't think I've ever gotten past like the opening thing on The Bill. Like I'm always need, like, oh, shh, you don't need it. to. Uh, Colombian drug lord. Yep. You've yep. got Pepsi that. Pablo. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali Cook says, I'd say you look more like Paul Pretner in Bohemian Rhapsody rather than Freddie. Yeah, I see Which that. Which one's that? The, uh, Paul was the guy that he tried to get out of his life. Oh, right. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, abusive yeah. boyfriend. Excellent. Yeah. Yep, cool. This kind of looks like the, <laughs> looks like Jim Carrey and the cable guy, too. Remember that movie? Oh, cable guy. All right. Uh, Magnum P.I.? Yeah. Uh, there's no equipment. No, I can't do that because Tom Selleck's mustache is powerful. It is glorious. Uh, it is yeah. beautiful, yeah. So. Uh, Claire just wrote no. <laughs> <laughs> That was one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, it's just um, no. Um, Narcos. Uh, it looks like a cross between Freddie Mercury and Charlie Chaplin. Freddie Chaplin. <laughs> I did. Say, I did say it would be weird to have the most flamboyant showman of all time mixed with a silent film star. Yeah. That'd, that'd be an impressive character to it write. It would be. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Freddie Mercury seemed to be. Yeah, Freddie was. Mercury was the running theme. So. Yes. It was a terrible, terrible afternoon. Yeah. There was many text messages went out. What does Mama say? She's not seen it yet. She's not. She avoiding was, you like the rest of the world. <laughs> you know the worst thing was I went to town today and I bumped into my pal and he just started laughing. And I was like, what the fuck's he laughing at? And then I, was, then I remembered. My face. Oh, my yeah. face is hilarious here. <laughs> anyway, that was mustache feedback. <laughs> uh, we've not had much feedback because the other episode only dropped. The other day, I was not even actually had a chance to listen to it. Yet. Well, it came out yesterday. Yesterday, I yeah. see. I don't feel guilty. So I, I saw Ali put a bit of feedback on there. Ali, Ali's always quick with the feedback. Oh, I've lost everything. Oh shit! No, that's the bra and all list. Fuck it. We just skate over it. Yeah, good. Yeah. So, so we are joined this week by Claire McKenzie. Who are you, pal? I'm good. Thank you very much. Now it definitely wasn't just drunk talk. Well, here I am. So yeah, yeah, excellent. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we've got you on because we're coming up to the second year of Perth Pride, is that right? Second year, yeah. So, I've got here, like you say, you filled out a precursor. It says you are the founder and co-chairperson. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you want to, first of all, tell us, how did you found it? How did it come about? Um, it was kind of a long, longish story. So, I I moved away to Dundee for four years to uni, blah, blah, blah. I'd done all that and then decided to move to Australia. Nice. Um, during this whole time, I was kind of like living quite openly gay mm-hmm. and like didn't really like care, you know, whatever. And then you move back to Perth and you kind of move back with an absolute bang and you just realise that nothing in Perth has ever moved on from that whole like five mm-hmm. years that you've left. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just kind of come back and you realise... Oh, there's actually no scene here. Like even in Dundee, it being like not that big yet either. But they've got like gay bars and like gay clubs and just places you can go and kind of feel naturally. See, that sort of comes with the uni scene as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's the uni it scene. Would, so yeah. surprisingly, like even though you've got like uh, UHI and stuff here, it's still not quite taken off here. So when I came back, um, I decided to like I needed to do something. But then alongside that, there was. Um, another uh, organisation called Pink Saltire, which is like Scotland wide, try to do a they done a survey in Perth to see like what the actual LGBT population kind of felt about living in Perth, and the results were so sad. And it was pretty much just people saying that they really didn't feel safe in Perth. They didn't want to like like LGBT people like didn't feel mm. safe. They yeah. they really um, they wouldn't even hold their ha- their partner's hand in town and stuff because of the stares they got. And it was just all these quite sad statistics of mm. the majority of the people that they had surveyed 
just didn't really feel like Perth was a place to them. So they were they're all moving to like Edinburgh, Glasgow, so especially mm-hmm. Glasgow because it seems huge. Dundee to live there so that they can live quite authentically. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, that's a shame because we're losing so many people to like the Edinburgh, the Glasgow, the the Dundees. So mm-hmm. I just decided. Well, we need to do something. So um, we went to for a couple of meetings with the equality and diversity uh, lead for the council. Um, they were saying that they've been, they were trying to get something off the ground for years, but it just never kind of worked. And the reason was probably because nobody really wanted the council to do it. They wanted probably an actual, yeah, like an actual charity or a or they local f- people to do it. You feel like when the council come along with stuff, it feels almost a bit disingenuous yeah, if it's not exactly. someone from the actual yeah. cause. Yeah. It kind of that. maybe feels like they're just trying to tick a box. Yeah. So, um, so I decided I was like, well, I'll do it quite naively probably but I was like yeah I'll do it uh, why not um, at the time I, I just like I, I when I originally said I was going to do it I, I didn't like have a job yet because I just moved back mm-hmm. so I had a little bit of time um, but I don't think I how I just didn't realize how much work it actually was yeah. going to be so the first one ended up being quite a small event just because really because I didn't have the people I didn't have the money I didn't have any of the resources um, but we got there and we managed to get loads of people. We got 3,000 people last year turning up, which yeah. was insane. Mm-hmm. So there was proof that Perth needed something. Yeah. Um, just like just to make it a little bit, I don't know, just with the times as well. Mm-hmm. You'll know from living in Perth, it's, it is sometimes it's, it's, it's a bit backwards. It's a recurrent, I love Perth, yeah. but it is, it is a little yeah, bit It's backwards. a recurrent theme, I guess, on the show that we've had. We've had yeah. rappers, performers, yeah. spoken word artists, barbers that have all said... In one way or another, there's yeah. so little representation for things in Perth. Yeah, exactly. Just of so many different types. It just struggles yeah. to move forward, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. exactly. And I think that means that we're losing such good people to like go to these other places because they like to go to the scenes and all these, like even like the rappers and the poets and stuff will go to Glasgow and Edinburgh instead. Mm. And I know loads of my friends have moved to Edinburgh and Glasgow because they've got better scenes and, you know, mm. it's if we can recreate something a little bit, like a little pocket in Perth, then it might stop people having to like move away so did you realize that before you moved away or like did you yeah uh, did, i guess we should go back even further did, did you come out before you went to australia or before i went to australia but uh, not before i left perth so i um i went to catholic school okay raised very catholic, catholic <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, i didn't even realize i was gay until i went to uni Okay. And I think it was so repressed. Like, I genuinely didn't under... Like, people always ask me, like, how did you not even know? I just didn't. I just... Because you don't get... At Catholic school, you don't even get, like, taught really anything about, like, sexuality or relationships or anything. Mm. It is so under the kind of... Under the covers, if you want to say. Um, so then, as soon as I went to Dundee, and then you start seeing things, and then you're like, oh, there's a gay bar. And then you start identifying, like, oh, yeah, actually, that kind of makes sense with my... Mm-hmm. And like my feelings or whatever, and then you kind of kind of came from there. So I didn't come out until I was at uni. Mm-hmm. So I think I was about eighteen, and then didn't come out to my parents for until I was about like twenty or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it wasn't until I was eighteen I realised. And then it was so, but it's so much easier once you were in Dundee to actually just live like that. There yeah. was no shame. I think if I had realised when I was in Perth, it probably would have been a much harder journey. Mm-hmm. Um, just be, yeah, just because there's nothing in Perth. Like even I think just sex in general in Perth is just such like a taboo. Yeah. I don't even know if you remember when um, Anne Summers got shut down. Anne Summers and then there was the, yeah. tan, the tan shop. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That sticks in your yeah. head and you start thinking as like a, a young person like, oh my God, this is 
something you should never think about because like you can't even have an Ann Summers and I even, Perth. I even get it now because I've lived in Perth so long. Not like I've been an Ann Summers kid yourself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like walking down the street in like Glasgow or Dundee and it's just there. Mm-hmm. It still sort of like sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. That it's, you know what I mean? Because you come from Perth and it's just, you walked in Perth High Street and you've got fucking 18 opticians and a couple of Vodafone shops, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but then all of a sudden, oh, look, dildos, way. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. not even that easy. It's like, you have to go into the back anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's just, yeah, I it's just. I don't know a, anything about that. It's a sore spot in all Perth people that have like grown up here to be like, oh God, like you can't talk about things like that. So yeah, just when I moved to Perth, I moved to Dundee, it was easier to be who I actually was. And then when I moved to Australia, there, although Australia is quite, backwards in a lot of things like I've li- I was staying mainly in Melbourne and they've got like a huge gay scene and it's quite a liberal place um like it probably would have been difficult if I was living maybe in like Adelaide or something but mm. yeah it was just easy to be that person and you didn't have to hide or anything and then you come back to Perth and all of a sudden you're like oh mm-hmm. I can't that is really exactly. yeah it's, 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 like it's, as well as the fact like when you live in one place you you you, you you're, you people see you as one sort of person. Yeah. Yes, so the fact that, that you've literally went from yeah. Claire, who was at high school, yeah. to then all of a sudden you're at uni, you can yeah. be a completely different person. You might have a different group of friends, so you can literally, that's who they'll know you as. It's not a big exactly, change for the people yeah. around you. Well, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think that it was more, because people knew you as Claire from Catholic school coming back, it was a bit more intimidating other than people not, wa- maybe. not maybe not not wanting a gay and lesbian scene here, but maybe... Yeah. It, it seemed, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It didn't feel as welcoming because you thought that they thought Probably. of you as one person. Yeah, yeah. it definitely yeah. could have been that. I think as well when you look at any of the, the comments and stuff on Facebook, even, you know, if I post something up just now about like um, Perser Pride or something, the people that comment on these things tend to be the absolute mentalists that are like being like, oh, a disgrace, blah, blah, blah. And I think oh, you man. forget that that's a very minority, like the, the minority of people. Minority. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. very vocal. And now I literally... Uh, Trust me, I could not care less when they when they do things like that. But I think when when I first came back and you're kind of like we put out the feelers of does Perth want a pride and be like oh what's the point blah, blah, all this that mm-hmm. next thing and you're like oh maybe and then you just have to be like no you know what the majority do want this yeah. and they do want to move forward and start being a bit more the, the progressive. The are the and, ones who will see something. So like yeah, exactly. it might be like quite you might people might be taken aback because I remember just this is a completely random example but it's almost not wanting to put yourself in that sort of situation where people are like oh that's new. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I remember yeah. when I was with my ex and I bumped into a pal with my new girlfriend and they mm-hmm. were like, oh, who's this? I was like, oh, this is my girlfriend, Megan. And they're like, oh. And you, you don't almost yeah. don't want to have that sort yeah, of awkward yeah, yeah. interaction with them. Yeah, for sure. But like the vocal minority mm-hmm. will be the ones who are like, that's fucking disgusting. That's mm-hmm. a disgrace, mm-hmm. which is... Do you engage those people on social media? Oh, no. You don't? No. Nah, not at all. The, la- the last year was was really funny. There's a, there's a really... Uh, Christian blog. We had a, um, a Church of Scotland minister open our last year's ceremony, which was was massive. He actually wanted to do it as well. So um, Reverend Scott, Scott Burton was like, yeah, I'll definitely do it. And um, he was like, I, I want to kind of apologise for past, um, what would you call it, past abuse and mm-hmm. uh, discrimination that the church has placed on LGBT people. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like, of course, like, yeah. come speak. Um, so it wasn't even that we went out to him, he came to us. But then after that, all of the Church of Scotland blogs and stuff like that were just going mental. And the things they were calling us was ridiculous. I was getting called a paedophile. And I was like, these people have never even met me. And, yeah. and they were like, oh, like they're trying to like groom our children and stuff. And I was like, what? I was like, I don't even like kids. <laughs> <laughs> Why is paedophile always the next step when, when you're angry with somebody? It's a large leap. It's baff. I think as well as, it's, like you say, it's grown up in Perth. It's a fairly 
closed off. I, mean, I was, mm-hmm. my uncle came out as gay after being married for a long mm-hmm. time. So I was into, like that was my first ever time I was introduced to a gay. Yeah. I was going down to visit him and his boyfriend. So mm-hmm. by the time I was a teenager, it was like just just something mm-hmm. that happened. But still in Perth, like it's bad because you notice it even though you shouldn't notice yeah. it. Yeah. In places like Perth, if I see two girls or two guys walking down the street holding hands, I'll look over yeah. and just be like, oh, because it just, you don't see it a lot in Perth. <coughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I don't I don't think that it's it's not right to notice it because it is, it's the overwhelming majority of people are in yeah, a, a straight relationship. Are. So it's okay to notice it. Yeah. It's just don't call my pedo when you see him in the street. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just stop this. Just stop there. Just look yeah. over and then go look back and then go on about your day. That's yeah. all anyone asks, I think, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely still get stares and stuff if we were like holding hands in town, like um, me and Holly and stuff. But it's, I don't know. It, it doesn't really bother us anymore. I think what I always say is, you need to still just hold hands and you need to still just do that because somebody yeah. might need to see that. Mm-hmm. Like one of the one of the younger people or even older people, to be honest, might need to see, oh, there is actually somebody like me in Perth. And I think that will probably like be quite nice to see for some mm-hmm. people that are maybe struggling and stuff. So we just do it anyway. Do you think it is a, lot, it is a lot easier for young people to come out these yeah, days? Oh yeah, even compared so. to like five years oh, ago? Oh yeah, 100%. That's why I don't understand the bigotry. Like if someone says yeah. anything about, not even just about this, but anything, yeah. you're just kind of like, it's 2019. Are you yeah. still feeling this way yeah, with yeah. the internet? Yeah, you still yeah. feel this way? Yeah. Gotta go. I think that's why it's, it seems like it's getting better and it's getting worse is because everyone has a voice on the internet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So like, it's brilliant because you can see the community growing across the world, but you can also mm. still see these fucking idiots and they've all got yeah, Twitter accounts yeah. and they can all mouth off. Yeah, that's it. But I think just even last year with how many people just turned up to a small event, 3,000 people, mm. you can, like that just shows that the people in Perth really want this and they are actually very, very open mm. and want to see this change. And so we were like, well, let's make it bigger and better this year. So. Things are definitely happening in Perth. I mean, we've, we've talked about this again yeah. like with all of our guests. There's so many different things happening because people like yourself have realised that there's a, a gap in the market because yeah. there's, there's a community there. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't have the actual platform yeah. to go out and do stuff and be creative That's and set it. up things like this. Mm-hmm. And then if I there agree. are, you know, young adults or kids in high school or whatever, you know, whatever age, whoever you are sitting there thinking, you know, I'm hiding this. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is going to give me the opportunity to come out and be who I really yeah. want to be. Yeah. You know how bad hiding information is oh, for yeah. your yeah. health and your psychological exactly. health and your physical health as well. Yeah. If that then allows, you know, somebody to say, you know, that's me, I want to be involved in that, then I think that's a fantastic thing. For so sure. was your family very accepting when you came out? Were there? Yeah, yeah. I I was very worried um, because yeah, as I say, I'm from Catholic family, um, and I was really worried how they were going to take it. And mm. when I eventually did come out, I came out about two years after I told like all my friends and stuff like that. They they were kind of more like, oh, why didn't you tell us? Like mm-hmm. we're absolutely fine. Oh, that's my dad good, was yeah. eventually just like, yeah, I knew. <laughs> he was like, do you, think, do you think I'm stupid? But okay. Um, but yeah, my mum was just more upset that she had kind of been the last one to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was. They're completely accepting. That last year, absolutely. Like they've always kind of though been a little bit. Um, like they've not really taken part in things but I think mm. it was never because they didn't want to it's just they'd never really seen the opportunity so last year they obviously turned up at Pride and they loved it and the cutest thing ever was my mum as soon as Pride was done last year she went and like bought loads of um, rainbow tops and like jumpers and stuff oh. like that she's like oh I'm ready for Pride next year and I was like that <laughs> Typical is so mom thing, yeah. cute and she's like I'm ready I got these in the sale and you're like so she's properly kitted out with all her rainbows and this. Like, she's actually helping this year like make some like artwork and stuff for it and things so it's, it's really really good to see that must make you feel absolutely yeah, yeah. so yeah. cute yeah. and I was almost like oh, I should have told them sooner but I think sometimes as well a lot of people don't understand why you don't 
why you haven't told them and I think yeah. they're still waiting in themselves you want, you to understand f- what they are you want to figure out yeah you want to figure yeah, out who exactly. you are and as I a have person no like, idea. are, are yeah. you gay or am I just am mm-hmm. I bisexual am I straight am I do you know what I mean it must, it yeah. must, it, it must be a big change especially say coming from a, a sort of a repressed Catholic yeah, background yeah. To then sort of be out in out in the open and be like, right, okay, how mm-hmm. how do I, how does this work? How how yeah. who am I now as a as yeah. a person? Yeah, and I think yeah, it definitely does. And I think as well, my my dad's very very cute with it as well because he he's a total lad lad like big football guy and mm-hmm. this and actually he also you know if somebody says something maybe a little bit um, homophobic or something, not meaning to I know most people aren't actually homophobic, but saying something he'll be like, oh no, like wait, like you know my my daughter's like, my is daughter's it, gay, so like yeah. you shouldn't use that word like. Is, and I'm like that's something that's really nice. I think it's a phrase I've tried to like phase out of my vernaculars. That's gay. Yeah, yeah so it's, for, and for, it's hard. For, Even for I've you, said yeah. it. You know what I mean? It is hard. It makes me feel so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hard because you're, you're brought up saying these, that, like seeing these terms yeah. and stuff like that, and then you, sometimes you just say it off the cuff, and you're like, oh. We, we said so this when we were chatting that. the other day. It's like only people with real malice can say the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the word like homophobic and this and next thing gets banded around a lot and mm. a lot of the times it's it's really not I think people are never mm. never does, really does it depends on who you're talking because like, if I speak to my uncle yeah. I'll take the piss out of him all the time yeah exactly I'll call, call him, it's, it's stop all being such, like, stop being such an old queen yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean but if I was to shout ah you fucking do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. the, the yeah. difference if I'm, I'm saying on the high street yeah. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. that lovingly to my <laughs> uncle I'm not shouting abuse at two guys mm. in the street that are holding hands it's, it's yeah. all in context so yeah most people are if they say something that it's not quite right. They don't mean it. Mm-hmm. They've probably just been brought up saying that word or something mm-hmm. like that. And most of the time, you just be like, "Oh, you shouldn't say that." But yeah. then sometimes you don't even need to say that because yeah. they've probably realised themselves, like, "Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'll, yeah. not, I'll make sure I've not said. I don't. I won't say it next time." But I think it's, it's it's an education thing as well because again, like a lot of people in Perth, and my uh, I mean, I was at a wedding years ago, and my mate, I won't name him, but there was a lesbian couple at the wedding, mm-hmm. and my mate was infatuated because he'd never actually spoken to a lesbian <laughs> couple before, yeah. and he spent most of the night just like. Just chatting, Tell us about just, this. just like asking them, like mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the questions. I was like, Stevie, let's just leave it there. Pa- you just oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I get that a lot at work, and it's people just genuinely. But you need to, you need to have those conversations because people are, educate. yeah, yes. you need to educate people. So if they've, some people don't understand like the difference. Example for from like a drag queen to somebody that's trans, mm. and they're not never going to learn that unless they ask someone, mm-hmm. and you can tell them, and like. It, I think well, there's, there's that again another vocal minority of that the aggressive portion of the LGBT yeah. community that can sh- not spoil it but like make it difficult yeah. for acceptance to come across to yeah. and again it's, yeah. it's a vocal minority but it's people who are like ah I'm offended at this but like you're just yeah. like well rather than shout at people discuss yeah, it with them actually yeah. try and educate yeah. them yeah. on things and I never understand where these people <laughs> exist though because yeah. everyone I know and I know obviously <laughs> know a lot of gay people like no one gets offended at anything that, mm-hmm. that people say to them Unless it's obviously meant, but mm-hmm. so I, I ne- you never know where they come. They obviously just come from like the yeah, they're just corners they're of the there, internet. They're in the Twitter sphere, yeah. just like yeah. causing And problems. sometimes they just want to be offended, to be yeah. honest. Exactly. It's, it's all about how many retweets you can get. Yeah, I kind of used to be the same way because coming here, Perth's a very not very diverse city. So <laughs> you get a lot of people that will say. Some people are going to be like, oh, yeah, Mike's from the hood. And I always correct them. I'm like, no, not every black person from America is from the hood. We, we all live in, some people live in homes. Not everyone's from the hood. Some white people live in the so hood. Some, some of us have really nice jobs. But yeah, <laughs> I used to, but I used to get quite angry at first. But like, well, no, why do they assume that? But it's just educating. I'm like, no, does it sound like I'm from the hood? I work in the same place as you. Well, I'm the same way. It's just Timberlands. It was the Timberlands, yes. It was. It was that golf he used to carry It's that gold chain in my pit bull that I used to walk around with to work. Now we're just getting into stereotypes. 
Thanks again. Thanks a lot. See, but it's on context. I'm getting out of here. It's on context. Yeah, we put in a few bits and pieces here, so... We just want to ask, how is how is obviously your your, your I was going to say journey and that sounded so gay. Hey. <laughs> how how is doing this and the, the things? How has it impacted your life, even positively or negatively? Um, it's all really been positive, apart from the stress of doing it. During this time, it was two weeks to go, and right now it's really cranked up. But it's, it has been really positive. I think just seeing how many people want to get involved is actually really heartwarming. Loads of businesses want to get involved. Uh, people all understand the importance of it. Mm. Um, yeah, there's just... Last year, we only had three people on the board. Now we've got 12. Wow. You know, it's just grown completely. Mm. Um, people are... Like, you know, when you see, like, Facebook comments and stuff, people being like, oh, that it was my first ever Pride. Like, I'd never been to any of them before because I was quite, like, nervous and stuff. Mm. When they say that, like, my Pride was the first Pride, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. And because it is, it's actually quite scary, like, as a gay person to go to your first Pride because it is, it is an intense experience because all of a sudden you're, like, bombarded with rainbows and, like, like yeah, I was gonna ask. gay people and people wearing, like, random things and it can be quite intimidating. So what hap- what what goes on at Pride for someone, if you want to explain to someone, like, any activities, what, what goes yeah. on there and then what's going to be different this year, if okay. anything? So a normal pride, or the well, none of them are normal, but like a, an average <laughs> pride, um, there's the there's normally a march or a parade, um, like a celebration, and that's just from tradition of the Stonewall riots 50 years ago. Um, if you don't know what the Stonewall riots were, the um, the police in New York went and raided the Stonewall Bar, um, and it was that was a kind of a gay hangout area back then. Obviously, it was still like taboo and stuff to mm-hmm. be gay. You were illegal. They went in and pretty much used to just batter the people in the stone wall and, and throw them out and get them like arrested for being gay, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the on one one night they went the police went in to, to read it again and that one night they fought back. The people in Stonewall fought back. It was mainly um it was a, a woman called Marsha P. Johnson that, that just started this and started fighting back. It was just like, No, you know what? We're done with this. Mm-hmm. It's, like this is our safe space. We want to exist here and we do exist so kind of just mm-hmm. let us let us be mm-hmm. um the next night they decided to to do a march a protest march to, against all of obviously the the police um brutality that they were facing and so that's when it started 50 years ago and every year since then they did a march in the street and it just grew and grew and grew and now like the new york march is one of the biggest ones but it's, it's now wild, because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah my, no no my <laughs> My niece, she's, my niece is a lesbian, and she uh, put some stories on her Instagram stories, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You can take some of that stuff down." <laughs> because you don't have a lot of clothes on there. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that young lady. Yeah, but it just grew and grew, and it eventually turned from being like a protest into more of like a celebration, mm-hmm. um, mainly because we started getting rights and um, mm-hmm. the, the kind of people's mindset changed. It's still in some places very much a protest, though, because you'll know, especially in America, there's some states that still really discriminate against anyone that's that's different. Mm-hmm. Um, in Scotland, obviously, ours is much more of a celebration. So you, you normally start the day with a march um, or parade and it's a lot of music, a lot of fun. I think because there's like a sexual liberation of LGBT people, people tend to wear some interesting choices, you're yes. saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's no rules. We don't have a rule book for mm-hmm. if you're LGBT, we can make the rules. So some people will wear... Very little. I don't think that'll happen much in Perth, but um, okay. definitely in the Glasgow and Edinburgh, there's people wearing 
great costumes and stuff like that. Um, you'll you'll go into the kind of the the area that the the festival will be taking place, and it's normally just like live music. Um, there'll be stalls for local charities. Tends to be LGBT charities, so you've kind of got things about like sexual health, um, fostering and adoption, like all those kind of different things, um, and just like local businesses that want to show their support, all of that kind of thing. Um, We've, we'll have a youth zone as well, which because there's obviously a lot of um, LGBT youth uh, clubs. There's only one in Perth uh, called the Glow Group, and they they'll completely run the youth zone, and that'll just be like arts and crafts, face painting, you know, just like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a literal drag race. I think we're actually having a literal drag that race as well. Yeah, so we're doing that. We'll. Um, we have a puppy show as well this year at ours. I'm which, there. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. So I'm in. down there. And, um, <laughs> That's kind of just the whole kind of theme of Pride. Like it's just a lot of fun. Everyone can be in a safe space where mm-hmm. they're not going to get judged. So if they decide, so if they live, say, most of their their year presenting as male, shall we say, but they actually kind of maybe feel that they're like they more identify as female or or vice versa, that one day a year they can actually go and be their authentic self, and no one's going to judge them for it mm-hmm. because yeah, we're, they're in a space where. Yeah, everyone's accepting of that, and so it, you tend to see a lot of really heartwarming, like Andy things. Back. <laughs> Three weeks out of four. Sorry. Um, yeah, you tend to see quite a lot of that. So it's a lot of music, a lot of really good music, like you know, like the, the cheesy stuff everyone wants to hear. Um, drag queens, loads of color. It's just it's just a lot of fun. I think if anybody's if if you've never been to a pride. Go, like, just try it out if it's too mm. much for you like leave but I think most people will have a lot of fun of it and I think as well I always want to say if you're if you're straight and you've got questions come to a pride and ask them yeah mm. like you know if you're if you're wanting to ask we'll have like meet and greets with Miss Transgender UK so if you've got any specific questions about what it means to be transgender you can ask Miss Transgender UK and she can tell you and things we've also got uh, um, ours this year a world record attempt to get the largest gaily which is a gay Kaylee. So we've got the, <laughs> so we've got the, the Guinness really? World Records are coming. So obviously doing the gay Gordons. That's a yeah. So <laughs> come so along to that so as well. Options. Yeah, exactly. Did you manage to sort out, uh, what's his name, Ian McKellen yet? Not yet. Hashtag bring Gandalf back to the Shire. Oh, so we do want to give, give the listeners a background on what's actually, what, the, what that's about. Oh, you know, Ian McKellen thing. <laughs> so Ian McKellen is in Dundee on the 9th of August. Our Pride Parade and festival is on the 10th of August and then he's in Pitlochry the 11th of August. So he literally has to go from Dundee to Pitlochry, passing through Perth. We thought, well, he is a major LGBT icon. He, he how, do you, how do you know his itinerary? What's going on? How do... I know a lot of Whoa, things. Whoa, okay, all right. <laughs> it's on the email. It's on the email blast. We've like been following you, Mr. McKellen. It's on the agenda. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where all gay icons are at the same time. How do I subscribe um, to this? <laughs> so, we're, yeah, so he, he's, doing, he's doing tour dates and, and mm. they just happen to be in, like, Perthshire and Tayside. So we thought, well, if he's passing through anyway, why doesn't he come and say hi do a, mm. do a talk whatever yeah. whatever he wants to do because um, he has to pass through anyway and he, he does talks at um, and like speeches at like London Pride and he's just recently started up a Pride and Aging campaign which mm. is for the 50 plus LGBT community which I thought Perth would be the perfect place to mm-hmm. launch that because our demographic yeah. so we've we're trying to get hold of them using the hashtag get 
uh, bring Gandalf back to the Shire. <laughs> Obviously, Perthshire, you know. Probably. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't get that one. Um, or Gandalf, come to Perthshire, whatever you, you wish to. So we're just trying to get through the, the power of social media in touch with his people. We've tried his agents and no one's getting back to us, so we thought, let's try to just do it with the power of people and you've got the courier involved as uh, well I see. courier and i think the pa are going to run something on monday i'll, get that tweeted. I'll retweet the shit out of that so yeah I... monkey sword right behind you so yeah, <laughs> yeah so it'll be no can, problem <laughs> yeah let's get that trending yeah fuck i oi mckellen <laughs> i hear you listen up yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait is that magneto too yeah it yeah. is yeah. oh <laughs> That's it. I like him. He's cool. Yeah. It's Magneto, like a Marvel guy. X Men. X Men. Yeah. It's a Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that Marvel? That is Marvel. It is Marvel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They sold you two. Have you chuckle between one another? No. Yeah. Well, you think of a funny hashtag for that one then as well yeah. for Magneto. Magneto, dude, magnet. <laughs> dude, magnet. Yeah. Yeah. Said X Men, gay men. I don't know. <laughs> Extra men. There you go. Um, right. <laughs> I think I'm delirious with the heat. I'm not built for this. Um, right, so um, yeah, it's, it sounds like you've, you're uh, the the work you've done has been seems sensational. And like, I'd obviously this is something that just seems like it's going to get bigger and bigger as the time goes on. I think so, yeah. And especially with Perth, is slowly but slowly but surely improving and yeah. like sort of spreading its arms to different things because. Mm-hmm. We've we said this when we started. Listen, you can't keep the young people down. No, you can't no. because mm-hmm. t- time moves on, and you know generations and that. It, mm-hmm. You know, it has thinking to and habits and you know things that are accepted and not accepted. Perceptions all changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's good to see that it's moving in a positive manner. It'll only continue to do so as more of us then grow up, as you, you yeah. know, what I'm saying, and move into positions where we might be able to to help. You know, affect things. Yeah. You never know. Well, well we we said we said that so many times that when we started this, we didn't realise how many interesting people we knew, or people <laughs> who had something to come on and talk about. Do you know what I mean? And it's especially the majority. I think the majority, I guess, we've had have been from Perth. Mm. Had anyone from outside of Perth? Yeah. Uh, Matt's not Matt Hooper, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah so, but like, well, handful, but the majority <laughs> of people, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so fuck I, absolutely buzzing for you. Like, I'm bringing what, the girls down. Yeah. The tenth of August. Ah, yeah. oh, they'll be away. Tenth of August. The lean, it's the it's the same day as like about six events on in Perth. So I think there's like the tatty run, the kilt run. Uh, you the, guys are in a good spot. Yeah, yeah. We got we got in first time. We got in first. So if you get so we we'll have day, loads of footfall. If you get a day that's mm-hmm. anything like today as well. Oh yeah, it's going to be. Maybe not as high. I know, I was like, oh, I might, I might die I or know, melt yeah. or something. Rainbow paint, paint, today, paint, paint <laughs> running down your face. Like today, a horror I movie. Miss, I might miss it if I'm honest with you. I'm too big for this I'll shit. be down to see the puppies. That's all I want to go for. We've just got a couple of things that I just want to mm. go through. So we put any special talents and you put, I can pretend I'm listening very well. I can. Is that right? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I want to go through your funny story response as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just before we start moving on to some bullshit, is there anything else you want to say about Perth Pride? And then before we start going into our usual nonsensical. No, I think that's it. I think I've covered it. Tenth of August. August. Starts at twelve. Finishes at seven. Be a lot of fun. Where is it? Where is it at? Uh, it'll be outside Perth Concert Hall. Outside the concert hall. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I keep yeah. seeing this, but I'm buzzing that they actually do something because they, they spend so much money making it a really nice street. Yeah. But they continue to look, put all the food markets and shit on the high street, which yeah. then stops business going to the shops rather than using this yeah. beautiful road yeah. that they've made yeah. for all these different things. So fucking right. Um, but yeah, anyway, so your funny story response. 
Okay, do you want to talk us through this? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I went over to America for the first time ever last year. Um, touched down in, in uh, Florida, Orlando, and we were driving to Tampa to, to, get on a, to get on a boat. And we thought, you know what, fuck it, let's get a, let's get a convertible. Let's do the, the whole American dream, you know, let's get a convertible, <laughs> all this, you know. <laughs> so we got, we got a Mustang and all that. It felt like, it felt yeah, sweet yeah, yeah. as fuck. I was like, yeah, let's do this. So we started driving and, and we were driving down the highway or the freeway, I don't know what everyone, what everyone the Americans call it. <laughs> And we were going down and I was like, oh, fuck it, let's, let's pop the top. So I, so we were going about 100 miles an hour. I, I grabbed the top and like open it, not realising that fucking gravity exists, <laughs> yeah. right? And obviously the top goes flying back with my arm obviously attached. Oh, and I, honest to God. And, I, and after that, I was like, why am I such an idiot? I was like, of course that was going to happen. So like my arm was like absolute agony for days. And I was like, not the place you want to break a bone either. Is thing is I've it? ever done in my life. And the charge like, might $200 for an ibuprofen, though, that long. Yeah, that was, yeah, it wasn't very nice. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And then after that, I, I refused to touch the top of the, the convertible. Yeah. I was like, I'm not doing that. When the car still I just was parked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't see that in the movies. You just see them like, like going down. I was like, yeah, let's pop it. And off. That's true, actually. I've seen a lot of films where like, the hood just goes down when it's driving. I was like, no. I'm sitting here going, who? I obviously know who would do that now, but I'm sitting here going, <laughs> who's going to put the top down when you're going at 100 miles an hour? That's they don't my... teach you that in the movies. <laughs> Usually they're electronic, so you just push a button and it goes like, G-g-g-g. yeah. Like, but you can't do Did it. Yeah, for a button. Moving. There was a button, but <laughs> but you still back. can't do it when it's driving. You still have to like unclip it. So even though there's a button, you have so to unclip. You're telling me that there was two safety procedures in place. <laughs> you skipped both of them yes. and almost ripped your arm off. Okay, yeah, there we go. Pretty much. So I, I never got a Mustang again. <laughs> Your old dad's raging. Oh, Look at me. I would have stopped the car. <laughs> Got the manual. Well, we did. We had to stop. But I was like, you need to pull over. You need to pull over. And my, my best pal was just like, I can't. Like, I'm on the fucking freeway. And I was like, you need to pull over. Because I'm like holding it. And I'm not that strong. I'm holding this thing. Because otherwise it's going to go flying off. And I'm not paying for those fees. Oh, and imagine that. Yeah, Yo, exactly. So we had, to, we had to pull over and, and like on the freeway, which you're really not meant to do. And wait for it to go back. And it takes fucking ages to actually go into the little case that it's in. And yeah, I just sat in silence for the the next like four hours. And that was literally what about a couple hours after you'd left the airport. Yeah, literally just there. touched down in America. Yeah, and way to start off. A Mustang, American dream. Woo. Need my NHS. Arms <laughs> <laughs> oh, killing me. Fuck. Exactly. I can picture it. I can actually picture it happening. Christ. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you for like you say. It's 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 amazing. It's, we we get so many people on here that are doing so much cool shit in Perth awesome. and it's yeah. like I say I've, I've lived in Perth my whole life and to see stuff like this happen now it's fucking mm. awesome yeah. um, so brilliant looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to try and get doing if I'm not going to the wee man I'm coming down bring him down there's, there's I, I, I was going to bring my, yeah, my girls are in Blackpool free, that free day but I was going to bring them down my son's a wee dick he <laughs> would just be like oh my feet are tired and then I'd have to mm. chuck him away and Fuck. <laughs> if there's puppies in face paint, my donors would be like, let's do it. I don't care. Definitely. <laughs> That's true. No, definitely. That's fucking awesome. So, yes, we'll get all the details. We'll share it on the Facebook page as well. Yeah. yeah get it out there. Um, brilliant. So, we'll we jump into some of the, We will say, like, so we talked on this at the start of the episode. Mike's been lamping in topics for like the last fortnight, and we've done none of them. Actually, we have done a few of them. Oh, have we? Fuck. There's no sports today because it's only been a couple of days since we've been here. Nothing's really nah. happened. Well, uh, let's let's just go on. Mike, well, what do you want to pick? What do you want to talk? Well, about? I'll talk about the first thing with Kim Kardashian. Actually, uh, um, have you have you have you anyone been aware of her efforts to kind of 
get criminal justice reform in America. Yeah. Yeah. So I was having this debate with one of my friends at home about the short-term kind of gains for her and Donald Trump versus like the long-term stuff for Donald Trump. And the argument we were having was like, do you think it's okay for her to maybe get a handful of people out of prison over the next, let's say, well, over his first term of four years and probably his next four years Mm -hmm. um, in exchange for him to get some public publicity? I, see, I, I, my friend, oh, sorry, this, sorry, my yeah. friend Eddie was kind of like, no, those people in jail, he's like, they should stay in, not stay in jail, but they should find another means out of that because some people need to sacrifice in order to do that. I was like, well, it's easy for you to say because you don't have anybody in jail yeah. that you know. But he's saying that like, you wouldn't want to go that route because it's making someone like Donald Trump a bit more popular oh, I, right. with I, some people. Yeah. I think, I don't know if I'm too, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, not sinister. I don't know. I don't feel it's genuine. Anything mm-hmm. that he does it's that's not. slightly positive, I feel is is purely a it's a it's a it's a, it's a mm-hmm. publicity move because that's the market he plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, if like if good things happen, then you know I'm obviously not going to be upset about good things happening. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like when you see someone doing something for the wrong reasons. Yeah, he's doing yeah. it so it makes him look better. Yeah. But for every one semi decent thing he's done. There's yeah. 10 million other things that are horrific that he is yeah. also doing. But then what do you do? Like, if do you, do you just not work with this entire administration just because, I mean, yeah, he's racist and, and he's an asshole? Like, do you, do you just skip out any, anything that you want to do positively no, just because well, it's him? Well, again, it's just, I'm probably the same when it comes to Kim Kardashian. I think she's just looking for decent yeah. publicity as well. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's true. I well, mean, she's, if, if she's trying to free specific people or is she trying to instigate actual change? Both. Yeah, well, so there, there are people who, there was one lady who she, she was trying to get free who was like, I think she ended up like killing her husband, but who was like beating the shit out of her. So it was kind of like self-defense, yeah, but she yeah, ended yeah. up getting no. sent to jail. Um, I, I think Kim Kardashian, she, I mean, she's a reality star that has mm-hmm. the president's ear. Mm-hmm. And, and she's studying to be a lawyer now. And it's like, that's cool, but are you going to do anything with that? Or you, but, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. look, man, if, if she's actually pushing for actual change, she's not just as like, this is Davey, my pal Davey's locked <laughs> up and I'm wanting a move. Yeah. Or is she actually trying to get things put in the law where if it is severe psychological damage, then murder can almost yeah. be stuff like that? Yeah. And people who are have been wrongly. I don't think you can say it's bad. I, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I just I don't think it's not going to change my opinion on that person. I think no. she's using her publicity for good. Yeah. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she might as well. She knows the power that she has. So yeah. Might so as well. She might I'm, as well. I'm not completely against Kim Kardashian. She's just a bit of a non-entity to me. She doesn't affect my. Mm-hmm. She'll like, be president in about 15 years. Which, yeah. uh, only so as long as I the rock gets there first. <laughs> <laughs> the rock yeah. gets well, that's fine. We're all saved uh, only then. Only if Beyonce doesn't run, to be honest yeah. with you. So if she doesn't run. If Beyonce doesn't run, then I'll maybe vote for Kim Kardashian. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, for me, oh, it's that the would rock. Be, that'd be a great presidential yeah. election there. Uh, Kim Kardashian, Beyonce, Beyonce Kardashian. and The Rock. I'm saying that. There's no contest. Like, Kim Kardashian would be the Bernie Sanders of that trip. Like, she's not even, <laughs> she's nowhere near mm. the level of The Rock and Beyonce. But she'd win because she has a whole following, basically. Yeah, like yeah. that's don't, don't I don't think I think you can see a short team games for her, but as long as she's actually affecting some sort of yeah. actual change. Yeah. You you'd be happy you'd yeah. be okay with her working with yeah, that if, administration. If, if, if yeah. she's if she's just, just just to bear in mind, she doesn't have any financial incentive or reason or need to pursue this. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. always one thing I think it's worth weighing yeah. up when mm-hmm. you make your decision on why or for what reasons you think she's doing it. Remember, mm-hmm. she doesn't really have anything to gain financially from doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, she's also studying to be a lawyer. But I'm just reading in California, you don't even need to attend law school. Law no, school. you don't. You do a four year <laughs> apprenticeship, but oh, she right. just gave it a old man. Yeah, 
um, and then you just set a bar exam at the end of the four years. But there are monthly tests and various things to you know, yeah. suggest that you are on the right track. To I think the goal for her is probably going to be like get a a law firm and just have lawyer like real lawyers work underneath the, you know yeah. Kardashian mm-hmm. and and partners. And then she gets all the publicity for it. But that's why I think she will yeah. eventually run for some type of office because monetarily, it's nothing for her. She's already a bajillion. Yeah, she's probably thinking, yeah. yeah she she's thinking ahead that. publicly that's down the line. That's guaranteed income stream till the end of time. Yeah. Having, mm-hmm. Owning your own you know, law practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true that's too. Just, that's yeah, yeah, she's level, come from that, yeah. Yeah, and that's what she comes from. That's, yeah. her, that's her stock. I think it's good that she's shining light on an over-incarceration problem because, you know... Mm. You, you get, you get people are still locked up for like marijuana possession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's working with non-violent first-time drug mm-hmm. offenders. These people are in jail who have no criminal record and maybe having you know half an ounce of weed mm-hmm. in the backpack it or whatever. Baffles me in banana. Why did I say what the fuck is <laughs> in America that like in one state someone could be locked up for twenty years for marijuana possession, but literally two states over yeah. you can walk into a fucking spa it's crazy. and buy yeah, as buy much it. weed as you want. It's bananas, but. Just go back to Smart. that. <laughs> you call them Seven Eleven, okay? Settle. Right. Um, but I like Kim Kardashian. I've, I've no issues with Kim Kardashian. But I, whenever I see Trump trying to do something like, like the, the shit where he's at Rocky just now, he's yeah. trying to say, "Look, I don't hate all black people." Yeah. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether it's President Trump. Wouldn't matter whether it was Obama. It doesn't matter who the next person might be. They're the person that has the executive power to grant mm-hmm. the pardons to release these people from jail. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it might. You know, you say, well, Donald Trump, whatever you think of him. Maybe it's a good thing if she can shine some light on a bad situation, get a bit of momentum on it, mm-hmm. and she's got his ear. He's the man that can mm-hmm. fucking write the checks, man, and yeah. say, right, no problem, there's your pardon. Fucking catch you later, man, you're free to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, Does anyone watch that uh, Saturday Night Live video that's going viral just now where he's part of like a musical... Oh no! Trump, I say Trump's chicken wings. <laughs> no, very funny. Very funny. Yeah. Please put it up on the Still Facebook a page. Still but uh, <laughs> I watched another video one recently, but it's just him shouting out all the big men that are around him, and it's just like Trump loves a big guy, and it's just a super cut of him going, "Look at this massive guy! This guy's <laughs> fucking huge." She was like, "All right, man, let's go on here." Um, ah, no, I think it's if if someone's trying to do good, I think. If, I think if you've got a platform in any way, shape, or form, you should mm-hmm. at least at some point try and do some yeah, good with I agree. it. Yeah, that's just me. I've Too many people get a start and then pull the ladder up from behind them. It's yeah, just a sad exactly, fact yeah. of life yeah. in any profession or you know how rich or famous you are. It's just the way it goes, isn't it? So just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Yeah, don't money be a... makes you a dick. That's a problem. Once you've got enough money and you've got too much money, you don't really think of anybody else <laughs> yeah. because you don't need to think about anybody else. Yeah. That's you forget. what yeah. happens to people. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to... that one. I think that one. Ticked off There you go. That's What's gone. Next? Before we get into our weekly feature, Bro No, oh, shit. which I know you guys are excited for, mm-hmm. um, did you hear about Warner Brothers getting their own streaming service now? Did you hear no, this? I didn't. Is this this coming off the back of Disney doing one as well? Yeah. So, are you going to go in your pocket for each and every one of these streaming services, or and what does that mean for like Sky and, and Virgin? You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. they they have to be going under pretty soon. Yeah. I think it depends what you look for. Like, I'll definitely be getting the Disney one because yeah. I, I love Disney films, I love Marvel films, and I love Star Wars movies. So that's literally. Mm-hmm my entire genre of movies in one place. Mm. And 
I've been laid up the last couple of weeks and I've realised that Netflix is utter pish. Netflix is terrible. Oh, mate, like, mm. I've, I've, I don't even watch new things because you start as like, this is fucking garbage. Yeah. Or they don't have the film you want, they have the sequel, yeah. which isn't yeah. as good as the first one. Or they had it on for one week. Yeah. yeah. That you were like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, it depends. I'll definitely get the, the Disney one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what's going to be on the Fox. Is it Fox? Sorry, what did you say Fox? Oh, there's Warner, Warner Brothers, Warner and then Brothers. HBO is coming out with their so, own. I reckon Warner too. Brothers would be good as well because the, the film ones mm-hmm. will have to do. It. You look at the the money that's getting put behind Netflix movies yeah. now. Yeah, they're like big productions. They're not made for TV films anymore. Mm-hmm. These are like got the same budget as cinema release films. Yeah, it's just the way that media is going now. I think YouTube is going to be a major player. A little bit further down the line, I think they're going to start cranking YouTube's out. Already king, man. It, already it pretty much is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do all this shit for they get everyone else to create it for them, and it's free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's free at, at this moment in time. Well, yeah, you can get, but, the, you can get the, the premium subscription, yeah. can't you? Which is cool because you can close close your screen, turn off your screen, and still listen to things like podcasts. Whatever. I mean, I always listen to podcasts through apps anyway, but mm. it is pretty cool to be well, able to I, listen I, to I, videos. With I found myself doing it today. I was working and I put YouTube on my telly and I was watching like. Joe Rogan and Fighter and the Kid yeah. just on my telly and like my wee lad you know like hardly ever watches TV he's mm-hmm. always sitting watching people playing computer games on his fucking iPad <laughs> but you pay 50 pounds for fucking Virgin or whatever it is per month it's mm-hmm. ridiculous yeah I don't it's think i turned my Virgin box on since the World Cup finished I still maintain that scrapping my TV license about five years ago was the best thing I ever did oh yeah <laughs> Honestly, are you committed? Are you admitting to a crime right now, son? No, it's well, not legal in the US. I don't have any. T- I know I've got a TV, but I've not got any receiving equipment or that. All oh, right, there you go. I've got a skybox around. You don't need it. Um, I wouldn't pay for it anyway. But <laughs> um, no, what I think is interesting. Uh, call me, call me crazy, but I think what you're going to start seeing is an oversaturation of the market. Mm-hmm. So as more and more companies uh, start to dilute the market with here's our service for $17 a month Yeah, and here's our service think of all the sports channels that have done that satana sports all that what mm-hmm. ends up happening is the smaller ones then begin to not be able to compete so a slightly bigger one then gobbles up all all mm-hmm. the, the content that they've got and then yeah. their user base and then very quickly you're only left with two or three left it might mm-hmm. be a good thing actually in the long run but <clears throat> see BBC and ITV are trying to do it but yeah. Wait, yeah. really yeah, hang on box. a minute though if you're say 65 year old and you're going to pay five ninety nine or whatever for the, the Brit box or whatever mm-hmm. it's called you've already paid for that content through your TV, TV license, license yeah. for the last yeah, fucking yeah. 40 years <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's an absolute rip-off, man like, I'm sorry yeah. if you want to watch fucking episodes of Only Fools and Horses go and watch them on YouTube yeah, yeah mm. that's true. Yeah. Do you think they're going to try and shoehorn the TV license into YouTube somehow to be like, you know what? If you're using, if you're using free, to watch YouTube, to, uh, air telly is dying. I mean, look at the recent statistics I saw the other day for the amount that people watch the news over the oh. under the age of forty-five now. Yeah. So no that's probably a problem, age, though. No one, <laughs> under, no one under the age of forty-five trusts the news. I was going to say, yeah, where do you true. where yeah. do you guys yeah. get your so news from? But so, I don't even know where to. I, I look for Twitter, yeah. and then I get a topic from Twitter. I look at the link that's there and then I go to a couple different, I'll Google it, look mm-hmm. at a couple different sources yeah. and I make my opinion up from there. Yeah. But I don't know where to actually go and get news from anymore because it there's, seems everything, I agree, I think everything is kind of slanted left. But I think you need to go searching for the truth in order to get a balanced I th- opinion. I think yeah. as well, is the, I think the problem with that is a lot of the stuff that comes from the right, like for Donald Trump, for instance, a lot of the things he says can blatantly be picked apart and obviously the left side are going to jump on that. Mm-hmm. And I think because yeah. the majority of world powers right now are so far to the right, 
the backlash is always going to be left, and it'll be the same way around. If, if it was all left, then you'd probably mm-hmm. have more centrists or right-wingers shouting yeah. out, do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I'm the same as you. If I see, like, even so much fucking Jeremy Corbyn was going off at Boris Johnson the day, mm-hmm. I went and checked all his questions to actually see. Before I started slagging off Boris Johnson, which I would usually, but like, I, went and, and up, I, yeah, I went and actually checked mm-hmm. if the questions that Corbyn had asked were legitimate. Because yeah. you don't want to seem like a dick. Like you too, have to. You, you have to. Look too many up people stuff. jump in with both feet, and then all you have to do is check the comments mm-hmm. on Twitter, and the person who was trying to seem like all high and mighty gets picked apart <laughs> yeah. because yeah. they've not actually researched yeah. their opinion. Yeah, that's, true. that's why I just mark everything online. Yeah, I, I just, I'm never serious. I, I try no and, opinions. I really try and stay away from politics, and I know that's bad, but I'm, I'm just so disillusioned with it all. Mm. Yeah, it, but that's but me too. But the reason why is because I don't know what's facts and what's not yeah. mm. and then you, you you get something and you go oh this just seems black and white of course that's wrong and then someone goes well because of these this and that and that's mm. why yeah. they're, they're like oh, all right well i see that and everyone goes that's racist though you can't do that and it's like oh shit i don't even know what to think now you know? <laughs> so I, I usually you know i usually i usually ask my dad because like he's a, he's fairly left but at the same time he does look into what he's talking about so i know mm. he'll give me a fairly informed opinion Plus, yeah. my dad's sound day, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. It's tiring, though, having to always look for if this is right or not. Yeah. Even the, like, uh, I would go on BBC News every so often, and then you actually realise that some of them, some of their posts are quite yeah. one-sided, and you're like, oh, well, that doesn't, like, it's just totally ridiculous. Even stuff, things that have been on, like, Twitter or something that was meant to be a piss take, yeah. they've reported as news. I know. And then you're like, that was meant to be a piss take, and now everybody thinks that this is a legit opinion. It's like when the BBC reports on, uh, it's like a pedophile story, they're like, with uh, underage women, it's like, no, you mean children. Children, yeah. 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 These, are, these are not underage women, these are children. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's, but I think I think a lot of people are shying away. The only thing I go to like the BBC for is for sports news. Yeah. That's literally it. Because I know that has no bearing on the outside world. And even then a lot of it can be quite one sided to the English leagues especially. Sports <laughs> coverage is awful. Particularly yeah. the people that are right from that Phil McNulty is the Tom worst. English. He, uh, Tom, Tom English is a very black and white guy. You either side with him or you don't. I try to fall in the middle. He's a bit of a twat. He's a But BBC is what it is. But like another streaming service, kind of coming back to what oh, we're sure, saying. Yeah, yeah we did go off a tangent there. It's just, tangent? It's just diluting more into a market that the, the competition is getting really, really cutthroat now. And Netflix yeah. and all them have a huge advantage because they're already well-established. Mm-hmm. But they've, they've just made a, a lot of money behind them. But this yeah. is the first year I think that Netflix has made a loss since its inception. Something like that. Don't quote me on that, but something like that's come out because, mm-hmm. like you said, the market isn't. But if you watch Netflix, maybe as much as you guys do, and I'm, I, I don't mean that offensively. No, no, I mean, you guys yeah. watch a lot of it. Like, well, not, not really anymore. You must have got to the point where you fucking seen everything mm-hmm. that you want to see. So yeah. then you go, do yeah. you know what? Fuck it. I'll have the now TV for six months for a tenner. Yeah, mm-hmm. might as well. Yeah. Well, we'll well, well, do you think? Do you think that's coming up next door where they they take all like you say how the bigger ones eat up the smaller ones and then you just basically have that's Sky cool. but for streaming <laughs> services <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're like shit. Exactly. Now I'm paying these but, people. But that's how capitalism works. You you, you give the 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 pretend um, the the illusion of choice yeah Mm -hmm. where actually what ends up happening is you're going to end up with a monopoly there'll be one or two big companies that swallow it all up you see like like, that's already started I mean Sky puts that on there yeah well look at Disney themselves Disney bought uh, Marvel they bought Star Wars they bought a load of shit off of Sony yeah do you mean Marvel owns so much of the market like they took you know Disney owns so they took 
all the Marvel TV series that were on Netflix, mm-hmm. they cancelled them because they want to put them back into their own universe. So those were all big things that people had. These were like series that people got Netflix for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when they took them away, people are going to be like, well, I don't fucking watch this anymore. Yeah. So see yeah. you later. Yeah. So Can I, I just say on the Marvel thing as well, I didn't get to bring it in last week, but I wanted to bring on it. I saw they were remaking Blade. Yeah, I saw that. It's like, what are you doing? Well, they're, no, they're Why do we have to keep remaking films, guys? Because no one's creative anymore. No, exactly. Nobody's got. They're not remaking it. They're putting it into the universe. So Blade's got a million oh, different comic Blade's book stories. Blade's already been made, man. They're making a remake of the first one. But they're putting it in. They're making a bigger, Why a bigger universe, man. They should make a rule where you can't remake character. something that's less than like. 30 years old I'm just yeah. waiting until they redo Mrs. Doubtfire I'm not, they not will. Oh, wait, wait time out oh, wait time out let's be clear I'm all for that that's what I'm they're doing a Space Jam sequel <laughs> I'm doing a Space Jam sequel LeBron yeah. oh, I'm excited about that, no, that no, I know what you mean but it's, it's not exactly a remake because it's going to be part of the giant the, the cinematic universe and plus they've got enough source material it's cool. Just because you got on a quickly at Marvel and that there, we didn't touch on it last. That's too. Like Andy <laughs> it got, did make me Andy, really angry. I was Andy like, why do we need to keep remaking stuff? Right? Some I hate fucking it. New. I've, been, I've been looking. I think that's just the perfect topic guys. of that. They announced the new Blade. Mm-hmm. I went looking on three different streaming services for Blade, and it wasn't on fucking. None of them are there. Yeah. <laughs> See, Raven. Joe Budden brought up a good point. When I was listening to his show today. He was saying, "Why remake Lion King with Beyonce? They would have paid Beyonce two billion dollars to be in that movie. Why not just create something new and put Beyonce in it? You're gonna make your, you're gonna make the same yeah, amount of money, probably. Exactly. You're gonna make the same amount of money. Just put her in it. They don't want to take that because it's the. It's not a risk. Beyonce's in it, but it's the film might be shit. They know it'll sell well because you're already familiar with the story. You're trying to introduce it to a new generation, but. I yeah, get it. I'm just I, watch your original yeah. and get where nah. you just I don't understand why they're trying to re like reintroduce it to a new generation. Just show them the old film. <laughs> yeah, the old yeah that's what we better. did. Yeah. We watched the sound of music. There's no remake of that a, shit, didn't we? A, a shitter version of the original. I don't yeah. even think it's a shitter one. It's just apparently it's just shot for shot, but digitally done. Animals, so it's yeah. not cartoons. Well, no, not really. At least it's not cats. Oh my, can we talk about cats? <laughs> I didn't even watch the trailer. Have you oh, don't. Oh, it looks no. atrocious. Wait a minute, I'll just see if I can get a screen cap up do of you, it. Do you think I've seen it the trailer? It is terrifying. <laughs> I see nothing, guys. <laughs> I see nothing. You're on Twitter, though. It was all over Twitter the other day. Just, why I mean, did they decide to... So they've done like loads of CGI and stuff like that, but then they've superimposed human faces on the cats if you were going to sp- spend that much money on CGI why don't you just fucking CGI a cat it's just a musical cat so it's, ter- yes. Yeah, it's yes. terrifying that's James Corden that's <laughs> yo that looks crazy it's, uh, it's, it's Taylor Swift in it too yeah Taylor yeah. Swift you know the um, so Jason you Derulo remember that film that the the, the Jordan Peele one the Us where they've done the weird yes. creepy orchestral version of I Got Which Five on Netflix, it. I think. Is, is it? Yeah, I think yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix. They've, uh, they've put that creepy version of I Got Five on it over the Cats trailer. And oh. made it look fucking terrifying. It is terrifying though. It's And so, someone pointed out very, very well that the cats are too small so the cats look like mice. Yeah. So they've built a set obviously like, you know, tables and chairs and all this to to us like larger yeah, so they look like, like cats yeah. and they, they look like mice <laughs> they're too small with, with human faces and it's shocking I actually think it's quite creepy. unsettling yeah. it like, looks shit uh, yeah it looks terrible <laughs> it's I'm, like I'm, a waste of everyone's time I'm not a big musical I've seen that that tune, However, me- that tune memories is a fucking peach by see way. I am a big musical person but that is something I just don't even think I waste my time what, what on your, your sister's a big music person what does she think she is a very big musical person she, she'll give it a go yeah no I thought she would, yeah. she'll probably give it the benefit of the doubt but she'll like, give it a go but we 
we both were like, mm, it doesn't look quite right. You might as well just superimpose I, I genuinely think capped faces on it, it instead of the it, it, it human faces. It sounds to me like, and it looks really odd, so I can understand a lot of folk are like, what the fuck is this, man? Mm-hmm. But that already means that you guys have probably made your mind up that you're not going to spend your money to go and see that film. Yeah, yeah. No. And that film is going to sit there and be like, oh, this is, we spent a lot of money on this, and it's going to get the takings the first weekend and be like, Whoa. Mm. Well, they, they may have they may have the people done. People have spoken, and the people have spoken with their wallets. The thing is, like, right. there'll be people who are like casual moviegoers or people who don't mind the musical, but yeah. then there'll be this is like one of the biggest musicals of all time. So yeah. even if yeah. people who are a big fan of the original think it looks shit, they'll go and see it. Yeah. So they can then say that was shit. Yeah, yeah. that was shit. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, all, all of Taylor Swift's goons are gonna go see all that too. So well, that's, that, that's what well, I'm saying. See, I'm a Taylor Swift goon, and I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see it. Don't no. shit on a, don't shit on a Swift. One, days, she's, she, no, she isn't an actress. Okay. And two, it looks it looks shit. Yeah, it looks really <laughs> well, that, but, but that's what I was saying about the Beyonce thing. Like, mm-hmm. maybe not you, but I think a lot of Taylor Swift people will go see it. Yeah, they, they will. This is a new concept, yeah. but it is a new movie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I don't think there has been a Cats movie in the past, has there? Well, they've just no. done it. Like, they've recorded the theatrical version. Oh, okay. yeah, I yeah. think something like that. But like, but. it's the same with Lion King. I'm not running. I love the Lion King. Yeah. But I'm not running out to see the new one. Like, I'll watch it when it was mm-hmm. the same. But the thing is, saying that, I was the same when the Jungle Book got remade. And the mm-hmm. remake of the Jungle Book was really good. You're going to go and see it. You I are. Know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See it. Yeah. When am I going to go and With see it? With your mustache. You're going to go see it. No, I definitely can't go yeah, see a kid's no, film definitely like not. this. Like, <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, don't sit you in the back row. Yeah. Shirt, shirtless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drunk. Well, J- Jordan. It's definitely an all right. Jordan sitting shirtless with his mustache in the back of a kid's movie is definitely no. <laughs> but you know what's nah. bra? Bra no? Bra no! It's bra, yeah. My feelings are hurt though. <laughs> You've been thrown out for that already, haven't you? Oh, mate. Didn't you like. That's all right. Yeah, I've, I've waited for a kiss and Megan's went bye. Just uh, sort of the head out of the way. I got that today too because I have. Sh- I'm not clean shaven because I'm close shaven. Oh, she really? was like, no, no oh, kisses for a little while. I was no, like, Whoa. no kisses for you. No kisses for you. Not no. even after your modeling shit the other day. I know, oh, yeah. Or, space, bro. Well, yeah, we're going to put that up on the Facebook page. Are yeah. we? Hopefully I get a contract guy. out of this. Yeah. We're seeing that. The guy who used to do the Old Spice adverts is in the new It movie, so they might be looking for a new, oh. a new black dude on a horse. Oh, I, oh, horse? No, I can't sit on a horse. <laughs> Unless it's mechanical. No, I don't <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Do you like horses? <laughs> Not particularly. I hate them. Episode title. They're muscular freaks. They're, they're huge. They're like well over like six feet, seven feet. I feel like we're getting full into of some, muscle, long faces. We're getting into some like childhood like trauma. A bodybuilder or something. It does. They, they're the bodybuilders of the animal kingdom. They are ridiculously strong. Oh, surely that's gorillas. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Two buff dudes and one buff horse. Done. There you go. All right, anyway. Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> Failed podcast. Sorry, I just went into my fucking <laughs> horse <laughs> rant there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bronor. Boris Johnson. We're kicking it off with Boris Johnson. Oh, that's the Our easy. new PM. We keep top of the cunt pile. Top like, of the cunt yeah. pile. Yeah. Nah. But why? I, I don't no. know. I'm, I'm not as into um, British politics as I should be. Why is Boris Johnson? Because wasn't he cool as the London mayor? Everyone kind of mm. liked him as the London that's mayor. That's because he was a goofy he's not, idiot. He's not, he's not cool. He's not, not cool, but you know what I mean. But he was he passable was, as a London mayor, right? Because as the mayor, he was a harmless twat. <laughs> a clown, yeah, he was a clown. Yeah. It was the human, it was like a human and a muppet, and it, that was the baby that came out. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what it was. Yeah. But he's yeah. a he's a he's a xenophobic, homophobic, racist, entitled, is he really dick sucking arsehole? Like mm-hmm. He's the worst human being I've ever seen in my life. And the fact of the matter <laughs> is that 
0.1% of 10% or something stupid like that have mm -hmm. only voted for this guy. Yeah. Some weird insider vote law that no one actually voted from outside of the Tory party. And I so, don't even think those people like him. It's just he's the easiest one to yeah. push their agenda. So when's the next general election? Is that this October or next October? Next October, I think. Next October, yeah. 2020? I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, like, no. It just goes to show you that with no matter what you do, what you've done, what you've said, that with the right accent mm -hmm. and the right alma mater, yep. Yep. you and can go money. as far as you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, this country and a lot of other countries. I've, I've had to mute him off my timeline because it's it's the it's how dangerous he is. It was the same when Trump. All was, yeah. People were thinking about Trump. Like, it was funny until it happened. But can you can you is it right to put those two on the same footing, Donald Trump and Boris Johnson? Are we should we have them on the same? Because I never when I look at like British politics versus American politics, I don't know. I just feel like America. I don't want to say dangerous, but like it just seems like a bit worse in America than it does over here. I like, think it's you seem more safe. Even the conservatives seem more sane than I think our it's, conservatives. It's more, yeah, it's America's bigger, isn't it? So it's, yeah, I suppose it's a harder group of people to. There's so many more different mixes of cultures and there's just mm -hmm. more people, so I think it's more difficult to mm -hmm. to manage. Yeah. But I think, yeah, our scrutiny here is a bit better than what it is in, in America. Is. So yeah. there's yeah. a lot more checks in British politics than, than American. Mm. Like, if you've got the money, then you, you can do anything in America, yeah. really. It's, 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 what annoys me is I'm, I'm all for democracy. I really am. But it, it's not democracy when a country within a union overwhelmingly votes against something. Mm. And again, I understand people... But it, see, listen, but it is democratic because it doesn't matter if Scotland has X million votes, if the rest of the United Kingdom outvotes them. Yeah. It's still democratic. You can't... I'm, I'm can't sorry. Yeah, There's I got too you. many people who don't like the way things went. And listen, they're not great, but you have to accept mm. that people no, won't ask for their say. And you can't mm. say that it's That's undemocratic because... Yeah. Scotland voted for something else. Well, unfortunately, it was part of a larger proportion of representation mm -hmm. of people, and unfortunately, the majority suggested well, I think as well as what People need to accept that. I think that's a fundamental point that people are losing their shit. But at the same, the the same time as that, a lot of the yeah. things, when it came to the independence referendum a few years ago... Didn't get the result I wanted there, but you but, don't see me fucking greeting but, and but screaming about it. All I do is accept it towards it when it next comes mm -hmm. around, that yeah. the vote will be yes. No, I get yeah. No, I completely mm -hmm. agree. What I think is frustrating, especially for a lot of people who probably voted... <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> who probably voted to stay as part of the union, were told it would be as well the fact that we would then stay as part of the EU. Yeah. And unfortunately... People that were conned in that vote. Yeah, People yeah, were, were lied to and they were conned. But that was the the result the establishment wanted. The establishment didn't want a Brexit vote, so it's going to do everything within its power to drag its heels mm -hmm. and delay and frustrate the process. Unfortunately, that has bred other monsters in the type you're now starting to see with people like Jacob Rees-Mogg's being <sighs> part of the cabinet. I mean, people like, hey, what's her name, Perry Patel? She said some horrible, horrible she things. Was it not just a year ago that she was like, people were tracking her flight back into the UK because she'd committed some sort of fucking... Well, she's already lost one ministerial post yeah. mm -hmm. for just dishonesty and lobbying on the behalf of others. Johnson got yeah. sacked for a paper for lying. Listen, didn't he, listen <laughs> this is what I'm trying to get the point through to a lot of people up here in Scotland who are pro-independence as well. A lot of people, 
oh Brexit, Brexit. Listen, let them fucking get on with it. As soon as they do and they sign it through and they get it done, preferably no deal, thanks very much, because mm-hmm. I know we'll then turn around and go, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No problem. Mm-hmm. Fucking let them well, get on with that, it. That's what I was going to say. Do you, do you think it's inevitable on. now that there's going to be another referendum? Yeah, uh, I think definitely, yeah. get their finger out, but nobody can seem to work out what their bloody but strategy is. I, <laughs> I think it's obvious, like, like I said, for the fact that the last general election, Scotland voted massively in favour of SNP. Now, I do not in any way, shape or form think everyone who voted for SNP wants an SNP government, mm-hmm. but they know SNP will push the hardest for independence. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. With independence, you're not voting for the SNP, you're voting to take control of your own affairs. And if you don't want the Scottish Nationalist Party to be in control of an independent Scotland, vote for somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I'm, no I'm, by, I'm by no way a nationalist. I probably would say I was more socially, I don't even know, but mm-hmm. there's no point in Perth especially of voting for the SSP because it'll just end up being the Tories. Do you know what I mean? You have to, yeah. and it's annoying when you have yeah. to do a tactical vote. It is frustrating. Mm. But right, back to Boris, sorry. Yeah. Forrest Johnson, where are we going? Boris. So is that, that's a bra for you. Top uh, of the cunt pile for me, like, <laughs> no. top of the cunt pile. Definitely no. Andy Mack? It's a no, but for all the reasons I mentioned are the reasons why you're now sitting looking particularly at somebody like him. Yeah. 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 So just, the guy's a fucking idiot, but he, <laughs> Hides it well. Mm. <laughs> I'll say uh, I don't know much about him. Uh, I'll, say no for now. I'll say nothing. I'll say nothing now. Yeah. I'll say nothing now, just so I don't get stabbed. But uh, <laughs> I'm reserving the right to change my mind. All right, Stephen Tosh, comedians, and I'm going to throw in musicians as well because I had this with musicians and DJs as well. Comedians who don't think they need to do tour dates in Scotland because the Edinburgh Fe- Festival exists. So a lot of the times what happens, this happened with um, DJ Who Kid when he came, he went and did a bunch of stuff that was publicized in Northern England and then snuck into a bar in Edinburgh, did a couple of sets there for one weekend and then just got out of there without even mentioning just to mm-hmm. pick up a couple of pounds there and then just fuck off. It's kind of like, no, let people know what's going on and we'll come see yeah. you. There's a, you know, hip hop loves you. Yeah, <laughs> intimate set though. You know, sometimes these guys want to do a really intimate yeah, set. Yeah, maybe. Know, nobody right? knows that they're there kind of thing. Yeah. No, no one, see a lot of people outside of Scotland, they don't realize how big Scotland actually is. Yeah. Like, I remember just, for example, uh, Chuff's manager was coming up from England and he was planning on doing Perth, St Andrews, Aberdeen, Dundee and Inverness all in one day, doing all these different oh. store checks. Yeah. Easy, mate. And that's what I'm saying, but I don't think they realise, they reckon that their tour managers will be like, right, we'll go to Glasgow. Anyone for Aberdeen or Inverness can just come down to Glasgow. They don't understand nah, it's yeah. the three-hour trek. Do you know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> England's bigger, they do so many fucking... But what you've also got to remember is generally a lot of these tours with international acts particularly international acts, that their tour date across Europe might mm-hmm. be run across two months and consist of around about 42 dates. True. Yep. So unfortunately, unless it's a UK tour, you're not going to get, mm. yeah. you know, Aberdeen. It's yeah. going to be... I think it, it, well, they say, it annoys me when they go, oh yeah, we're going to the UK. It's like, no, you're going to London. Yeah. You're going to go to London yeah, yeah. and then you're going to go to fucking the, uh, the Netherlands or something like that. Yeah. Like, like, but moving on. the UK is, it's just yeah. It is, it is sad. Yeah. It is really some sad. Folk can, yeah. Some folk in Glasgow exists or Edinburgh. Yeah. Edinburgh. <laughs> Edinburgh. Edinburgh. It was yeah, funny, I was in St. Andrews yesterday to seeing all the fucking Americans in their, in their khakis <laughs> playing golf. It's a lovely day out here. Yes, I see, it's I great. Gonna go on the back nine. I was watching a Scottish comic <laughs> online yesterday. He was like, I we sell all that fake shit to the Americans. Like, can they, <laughs> they see you, Jimmy Hats, in the shortbread? And it's, that's not Scotland. It's <laughs> not. St. Andrews was lovely yesterday. That was St. Andrews nice. is nice on a sunny day, right? Enough. Did um, see some fucking jellyfish out there. Oh, oh shit. Not from this planet. Another no. thing, that's on the Mike Dots, not from this planet list. Octopus. Jellyfish. 
Mm, Jellyfish. Yeah. Oh, most of them come from the sea. It's all yeah. fucked up down there. Things from the sea are fucking horses. We'll put the horses <laughs> on it. Did you see, did you see that uh, giant great white shark that they filmed? No. It was like 25 feet. They worked out like a couple of thousand pounds. Big boy. Big, Big boy. Thick king. Thick king. Big king. Like, Get him a t shirt. Let's go. It looked like fucking jaws. Like, you just seen it like. On this boat, and you see the swimming next, they'll be like, No, get me the fuck back yeah. on land. So, like, I keep saying it's like they might find a planet one day and there's life on it, but it'll probably be the kind of shit that you find like 6,000 meters down. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to find that. <laughs> Stuff that survives where nothing should survive. We're yeah. still finding, we're still identifying new species within the oceans as we're able to mm. explore further with better technology into you know deeper depths they're, yeah. they're finding all sorts of crazy stuff and you look at it and go that looks like it comes straight out of alien mm-hmm. yeah. how do we get here from comedians I know comedians <laughs> yeah, yeah comedians say, entertainers that skip Scotland bro I'm, no I'm going to say no but I think yeah. it, like, as I, I get Andy's point it makes sense but at the same time there's even, like, you don't have to go far in Scotland, but you do have Aberdeen, Glasgow, and Edinburgh. Do you yeah. know? These are big places that Hit you've, them. you've got stadiums, mm-hmm. you've got Murrayfield, you've got fucking the ACC, the SECC, the Hydro, yeah. Celtic Park, Ibrox, Hamden. You know? I mean, all yeah. these giant places, but they usually just do it, we'll do a Hamden gig. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then that's, uh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. from a selfish point of view. If you lived in Glasgow, you probably wouldn't give yeah, a fuck because mm-hmm. everything comes there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say no. I'm not really bothered. I'll just say bra. Yeah, I'll say no. I don't like it. I'll say no, but only because I don't think people realise how, like, people in Scotland can't really be arsed going to the Edinburgh French because it's too busy. Yeah. It's, you're in your hometown, like, well, your home city, um, yeah, country, and you're kind of just like, I can't be arsed going. Like, it's, it's busy on a normal day. Mm, Never yeah. mind bloody French. Oh, so you're like, like oh, can't be arsed. Do you think you're hanging out at Disneyland all the time? So I'm saying nah. I like, fucking nah. I'm saying bra because I understand why they do it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I get what you're yeah. I'm going to take like, the side. From a, a completely uh, selfish point of view. You Andy for being oh, rational. Let's have a look. Sam Ross, folk cutting about with bum bags and in brackets fanny packs across their chest. Like, we've already talked about this. <laughs> yeah. you, you I say bra. I'm saying bra as well. Yeah, I, I like it. it. <laughs> I like a fanny pack. I actually wore it around my waist the other day. Fuck yeah. that. I ran my fanny. It's practical. Matt's <laughs> packing one as well. Nah, he's it? got a good Yeah. Yes, man. I'm, I'm getting closer and closer to buying one. Yes, because you know why you should get one. You, like me, like those sweatpants shorts. You may have them on now, right? I know, I know what you mean, but I've, like, a lot of shorts I have are just like football shorts. Just, yeah, and the pockets are no good. Nah. The pockets are no good. And uh, yeah, I've lost a phone like to it. Like I sat down in my car, the phone popped out, and I got, as I was shutting my car door. Now, bump. if you had a fanny pack around your neck. <laughs> Can we call, st- stop calling it a fanny pack? <laughs> I don't know how bum bags better, but it is. Um, I'm going to say bra as well, because I think I'm going to end up getting one. Just for the practicality, mm-hmm. I'm getting. I'm going to be thirty in a couple of weeks. I don't give a fuck what people think. Look, at, this. Look at my shit. <laughs> Look at my Is this a face of man who gives a fuck what people think? Very true. You know yes. what I mean? Andy Mac. I know what we're getting Andy Mac for Christmas. No even having it, boys. How dare you? If we got a monkey sword fight branded one for Ooh, you, I wouldn't Ooh, wear it. That'd be nice. Oh, why? Just because I wouldn't. You could. What about like? A- I've got a back pocket from a wallet and my phone. Okay. Front pocket from my keys and my change. What about your 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 lip balm? Where do you carry that? I carry lip balm. His lips are always moist. That is your episode title. Yeah, it's boom. Uh, <laughs> fuck me, Andy. Uh, so that's a so not. That's a, I was not bra for me. Bra for me. I like them, I. Nice. Uh, Daniel Miller has put, uh, went on an aircraft and people start getting their luggage down and not exiting in an orderly fashion. Row one, then two, then three. Not one, then 15, then everyone else at a standstill. Oh. Hashtag rant over. 
I do. I do that. I, you, you're uh, like an instant no. stand up. Yeah, but I got I got bad knees and hips and shit. I need to stand up quick. You know what I mean? I need to get my stuff out. I'll stay in until the roll moves, but I'll get my stuff out and set it on the seat next to me just so I'm ready to roll. Because yeah. I don't want to hold up the people behind me either. I tend to just wait. I, I, wait. I genuinely just tend to no, wait. No, I can't bother with that. Can I just as well? Like, I'm, I'm a big dude. Yeah. And like small spaces stress me out and I always feel like I'm in mm-hmm. people's. I'm very spatially aware of myself because I take up so much space. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? So I, I usually just wait for folk to move and then it's actually much quicker than you're sitting waiting for this old woman in front of you to try and get a fucking suitcase down and yeah. Andy's about to drop a bomb, it looks. I like to treat it as a race. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> survival of the fittest on that plane, like, trust me. Elbow and grannies out the way. <laughs> but you know what, it's so true though, like, if you rush off of the plane, you're only just standing about waiting for one of those mm-hmm. kind of wee buses and that, you get taken mm-hmm. back to the terminal or something like that. Unless it's one of those nice ones that comes like straight off, mm-hmm. but then you're just sitting waiting for your bags anyway, aren't you? Yeah. Did you exactly. used to do this? I used There's to do this when no I was rush. younger. When I used to get off a plane with the stairs, I'd put my sunglasses on, pretend I was famous. On the, oh yeah, I, was I like, do that all the time. Like yeah. 15, 14, even a little bit now. Like I've lost the, plenty. I almost lost plenty of hats. It's pretty windy, on though. Uh, <laughs> your scarf. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice scarf flowing in the wind. Uh, so I'm going to say no. I, I, I hate it. I hate when folks. I'll say bro. No, I hate no. it as well. Well, you should go anywhere with my old dad. He used to do that. He used to just be like, just just sit and wait, let everybody rush off. And yeah. Be like, I'd yeah. be sitting there like, come fuck. Come on, man, let's <laughs> go. It's hot though, too. It feels like when they land, it's it's hot on the plane. Is that the best feeling ever when you get off a plane someplace mm. hot and it's got that, like, that hot yeah, smell? Do you like when you when I went out for a fag at 12 o'clock this afternoon and got hit in the face by pure heat? So that's, is that that's a, the best feeling. Was, uh, you were bra. I was bra. You were bra. Well, you know. What, getting off as quick as you yeah. can? Yeah, like said no, she, she said no. I. Oh, she's not going to like it. I think it's bra. <laughs> you were a no, right? So I suppose that's no bin because the guest gets to decide and vote. <laughs> I've just noticed, Mike, when you put Boris Johnson, I've got three angry, sad faces. It did, yeah. I feel attacked. Is that Mike Dot's guy been commenting on his yeah. post What a lovely, 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 lovely gentleman he got, is. We've actually got a note section for bra or not on the, the note, but you still like to I know, comment. but I like putting them on there. <laughs> Less people think that Maurice has been writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Billy Morrison has put uh, NFL preseason games. I'll just say preseason games in general. Friendlies, yes. And I, I get why they're a thing, mm-hmm. but I don't like how it's become. And it is; it's, it's predictable. For it's just a money making thing. It's just so clubs of any sport can start getting people through the gate three or four weeks before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you will never see a decent preseason game. Nah. It's shite. Mm. Like, well, oh, no one's nah. giving it 100% because nah. they don't want to get injured. Yeah. The atmosphere's yeah, not there. Yeah. yeah, no one's giving it 100%. Yeah. Everyone's like not quite fit yet. Mm-hmm. It's just a half-paced game. Like It's it's pish. And that's why you take it to Asia and you take it to Seattle yeah. and to mm-hmm. LA and you just go and fucking maximise right. your money out. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just that's a glamour so fucking training yeah, exercise. Yeah. You can see why they do it, definitely. But yeah. like, I, I would never even think about paying money to go and see yeah. a pre-season game. game. Not in not a million years. Yeah. I think I don't know. I mean, like I went to <clears throat> went to a charity match a few years ago, and that's because it was like it was a Celtic game. It was like a Henrik Larsson eleven versus a Lubomir mm. Marafchik eleven, and that's like all the players I watched when I was young. Mm. So I got to sit and watch Henrik score a hat trick with Riley sat next to me. So that was good crack. Mm. And charity games are usually a good laugh if it's your team. But are you a Celtic supporter now? No, ah, no, yeah, oh, no, no, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Fuck the Queen. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, nah, it's a no from me. Like, 
I'll say bra. It's good for like fan from our American football. It's good for fantasy purposes. I suppose yeah, just to see who's mm-hmm. who's out there. Mm-hmm. But I don't need this. I don't need four in American football. I don't need that. But then give me two. That, man, it, I'm happy it, with that. I think it's, it doesn't even give you really. A, I don't even think it gives you a good idea of who's on form. It doesn't matter, man. The, the game that matters most is the very first one of the season. Mm-hmm. If your team's playing well after that game, you might be set up for a good season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if your team's absolutely stinking at the start of the year, you know you might be I'm in for a long one. Mm-hmm. What was that game that you just Listen, yeah. mate, <laughs> fucking my season ticket at United got uh, severely underused last year due to the just fucking quality of the football. What was man. the score there? I've seen uh, XGF Steph going on about that. Let's just keep, let's just keep <laughs> it. I'll do one, one shout out to Lee Griffiths who scored on his return. Um, for sale the other day come back for a bad bout of depression it took mm. him in the game for like six or seven months Yeah, came on the pitch and scored a peak with a free kick yesterday so there you go. shout Good out teams. to him uh, but yeah so it's a no from me Claire no from me as well Mike's bra for Andy Max a no straight up that was easy <laughs> yeah. uh, Brian Howie when you stay at a swanky hotel Hotel, I said. I don't know why. <laughs> Instead of Swanky Hotel, clearing the toiletries and tea stroke coffee at the end of your stay. Yeah, so okay. Swanky Hotel. Swanky Hotel toiletries, yeah. To- See, toiletries and tea and coffee. The, the tea and coffee, I usually drink it when I'm in the room. Yeah. I usually have coffee when I wait in the morning. And mm. a lot of hotels now, they didn't actually have bottles anymore. It's like the actual... Uh, like oh, the, yeah, the, the squishy things. I'm doing the action if for those kinds of... If they've got bottles, those are getting... Oh, yeah. 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 I'm taking them. them. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, hell yes. I can't believe what I'm hearing here. <laughs> what? You pay for this. They're so overpriced anyway. You might as well just like grab wow, them. Wow, you Use them all. when you go next like travelling. I feel like an absolute mink if I was away in there nicking the wee fucking <laughs> sticks and then cafe and fucking two tea bags and a hang of sugar. Oh, my you, mama Pat's going to be happy with you. She makes Papa Pat's bring that shit back. Ah, uh, She makes Pat's, him do it. She yeah, won't do it. She's got you wet Papa Pat's. Oh. <laughs> oh. You did your tilty. <laughs> I would. I know. If your mum tell me off, I would just be like, "Yes, no problem." Yes, man. I'm going to say bra. I'll say bra. Hundred percent bra. They need to know. <laughs> what was? The, uh, what's the last? Oh, no, Bobby more. Parker. Bobby Parker wrote "Sweaty Balls," which is never good. We talked. Did we talk about this last week? Or maybe we talked about that. You should talk to me. You talked about yours. Oh uh, yeah, right, talked about my balls, balls last week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just to just to refresh, <laughs> keep you up to date Fine. with my balls. You all right now? Uh, just, no, just, yeah, I, I actually bought. I'm going to buy another. Uh, I did see thing online. I did see online that you can now buy bras and boxers that you can put in the freezer. Oh, and they get, like, I did gel. see that. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. fucking hook me up a couple of pairs. I had a couple of like muscle food ice packs, like one on my head and one on my balls last night, so I get to sleep. What how long they stay cold for, particularly if you're sitting down in them. I'm sure they'd warm up and wouldn't be cold for very long. It's nice. It'd be a nice wee... I've had two this showers. Like a, this sounds like a Mike Dots business plan. It does. <laughs> yeah. Cool boss. I've had two cool showers boss. already today, and I'm going home for a third as soon as we're finished here. Oh, wait. I got an idea for a, for a business. <laughs> Connie shit all over the other day. Is this for? This is going to be for the afties, though, is it? Okay, can you say it for the afties? Okay, that's fine. Let me write it down. I'll forget. <laughs> but is that brought enough for this week? <laughs> yeah. Connie's already said it's a no, though. Yeah, she hates me. Yeah. <laughs> listen to this podcast. Right, that was brought enough for this week. What are we doing for time, Andy? We're jumping a bit of watching and listening to. We've got time for a quick bit of that. Yeah. Sound. What have you been watching or listening to this week? So, this is the, the, the section of the show where we talk about what we've been doing, other than watching doing stuff. So we go to our guest first of all. Shows years and years. Years and if years. If any of you have watched it, it's on uh, it's on BBC, isn't it? BBC iPlayer. It's a um, 
it's like it's kind of kind of almost like Black Mirror esque. Almost okay, like so it follows one family. Um, and it keeps on skipping five years in the future. So it kind of starts off with the family kind of in the present day, and it's very kind of what is happening in the world today. So they're kind of, they've got possible nuclear war. There's tensions building between okay. China and, and, and Britain and stuff, and then it skips again five years, and it kind of shows somebody that's kind of a, what do you say, a reality star person like the business person that's like a yeah kind of like a Boris Johnson or Trump type then they, mm. they start running for office and it keeps on skipping 10 years uh, sorry five years in the future and it it's so like you, you watch it and you're like that actually could happen and it's quite scary mm. because some of the things are they're clearly far-fetched but then you're like they actually aren't really no. like there's like people downloading things to their brain and stuff and it's it's really quite yeah I'd say it's, it's very like Black Mirror oh, sure. um, but it's good, definitely yeah. Musk's already working yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so BBC iPlayer years and years is definitely what definitely would you give that 10 bananas um, I've not finished it yet so I'll give it an Eight bananas. Ooh. You finished it. Ten. You ten. ten. Oh, high sure. yeah, praise. That's getting backed up with the Rotten Tomato scores as well. They're oh, all really? Eighty-nine percent. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Craig one's all good. Okay. I'm just in the synopsis on it now. It looks really. It's on BBC. BBC, on the I, on the yeah. BBC, I Okay, okay. Yeah. It's it's really good. Yeah. Me too. Anything um, else? Just finished Killing Eve, the second series. I've heard that. So many good things about yeah, that show. Yeah, we we liked it. Oh, like Yeah, it was good. There was. The end of it, I didn't exactly understand, to be honest. And there's a whole storyline through it that I kind of was like, "Why? What was the need in that?" Because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Um, but there's kind of like a romantic part of it that there kind of goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. The writing was good. It was it was great to watch. There was definitely times where you actually like gasped and were like really excited by it. So I watched that as well. But nice. um, I don't think I've really had time to watch anything else other than silly things like Queer Eye and. RuPaul and stuff like that. <laughs> I've heard so many. I couldn't, could not get into Queer Eye, but my missus absolutely adores it. It's so it. wholesome. I yeah. really like it. It's just a really cute watch. I think it's only like half an hour episodes or something, and it's just quite. Yeah, yeah. you she, just you know, you shove it on when you're. She saves it up when she needs a cry. Yeah, she says, like, and yeah, and they're always like a good really cry. Nice. Stories. Wait, Queer Eye for the Street Guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, why would you cry? It's so wholesome. I thought they were just remaking straight guys. Yeah, but it's, I think a lot of it now is just more to do. It wasn't like I think when it first. Oh, there's sad it was, stories involved with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's oh, more yeah. of a mental health thing as well, trying to help people with their self esteem. Whereas before it was just straight guys can't dress very well. I want to go on now. I need a remake. Yeah. Oh man, you, I've, we've seen your photos, man. You're That's styling. True. You're That's styling. True. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to share? Um, not on not on shows on music. Lizzo. Yes. Is, yeah, you like Lizzo. Love Lizzo. Yeah. yeah, she's kind of like, like just big everything, big everything Voice. right now. <laughs> yeah, but she's she's just blown up just now. So yeah. I think she's actually been trying to make it for, I think um, like ten years or something. She's like in her um, in her thirties now, but she's now releasing past songs because of the first time she she released them they didn't make it anywhere but now she's obviously got the right mm-hmm. like exposure and stuff so she's released so that okay. truth hurts one that's her kind of yeah. biggest one at the moment it was apparently like an old song oh that's kind of shit. good yeah <laughs> so and it's such a good song yeah so i've yeah really into her at the moment that was pretty good yeah I like yeah that yeah and what's really interesting about artists like that is that they've only just exploded now but they've actually got a fairly extensive back catalogue of quality yeah. work so when that stuff's getting re-released you're going shit that was actually done six years ago yeah. that shows you 
not just longevity, it actually shows you somebody who is a mm. quality artist rather than just a didn't have the machine behind them at the time type of thing. There you go. So fuck I. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Mike, you want to go next? Uh, I don't really have anything from the other day. I haven't really been I haven't really been t- I've been out and about in the wilderness. You look like you've been very busy, man. I, I have know, been. I, I've been super busy. I'll give so you I've an been... Instagram seven bananas. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I'll I give, give those modeling photos nine to see the nude ones that <laughs> sweater tied around the oh, yeah. bro yeah the whitest black guy ever oh, <laughs> my republican look I, uh, I, I'll jump in then I watched the new Pet Cemetery film oh alright um, you know what it was it started off really well and it was really creepy but then it just sort of tied up Mm-hmm. Like, because I was watching, I was like, this is fucking good. I was pretty creeped out, and then all of a sudden it was the end. Mm. So, for that reason, I'm only going to give it four bananas because it was, it had the potential to be a really good, because they're, they're doing a lot of the Stephen King stuff just now because they yeah. do have the the technology to make it look as creepy as it, he describes it in the books. Mm. And a couple of the bits like were proper like jump scares. Like, mm-hmm. you knew something was coming, but you still were like, holy shit, I almost threw my frosties everywhere. <laughs> but, um, Rock and roll. F- yeah, fuck I, man. I don't fuck around. <laughs> Um, and I also watched Rocket Man, the the Elton John. Oh, how was it? Film. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. I, I didn't enjoy it as much as I liked Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I just think Queen were better. Though. They've yeah, got better yeah. music, don't then they? Seeing that there was because basically it's like it's like a it's like the story of his life, but they have like musical interludes. So mm-hmm. like his famous songs will be like in the film, and it'll like maybe okay. depict what's happening at that time. Um, and he's got more tunes that I like than I remembered. Hmm. Do you know what I mean like? And I know all these songs are by Elton John, but when you think about Elton John, you maybe think about your song or fucking yeah. Benny and the Jets. But he's got like maybe seven or eight tunes I know and I actually quite enjoy. And the guy's like a fucking unbelievable piano Elton's pianist. Got hunters of bangers, mate. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. But that's you don't think about a lot of them. Do you know what I mean? It kind of kind of focus on two or three of them. Yeah. Unless you're a diehard type thing, but mm-hmm. it was good. Uh, I did enjoy it. Um, and the boy Taron Egerton, uh, he was yeah. in Kingsman mm-hmm. and he was in Eddie the Eagle. Mm-hmm. He's fucking brilliant. And uh, Richard Madden, who was Rob Stark in mm-hmm. Game, Game of, of Thrones, Jones. and the guy from The Bodyguard, it was on BBC. He plays like his uh, abusive partner manager, and it's brilliant. It's just a horrible bastard, and is like so mean. And the boy Tarnagan who plays Elton John plays him so well. Like, he doesn't like try and paint over the cracks. Shows him when he was at his proper worst, like coked out of his head. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed it. So I'll give that six bananas. Um, like I said, it wasn't as good as Bohemian Rhapsody, but was it was good. Like you could watch it. Like I wouldn't have went to the mm. cinema to see it, but stuck on a telly. It was decent. Andy Mac. Uh, no much. I tried a bit of that new GTA DLC, the casino. Oh yeah, is it good? It's all right. Played yeah. it for half an hour and turned it off. Can, wait, can you? Is it real money that you have to play with? No, it's not like a real casino. Okay, I guess no, you can't you do that. Actually, yeah. currency, but you could if you wanted to go and buy like the credit cards. I've got like ten million dollars on them for like yeah, one hundred and fifty quid or whatever, and then spend that in the casino. Yeah. So technically, you can put your money into the casino and gamble, but you can't take your money out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good one. Mm. No thanks. Uh, other than that, that's n- awesome. <laughs> not much. Um, been doing a few YouTube polls the last couple of days. I've been watching lots of videos on like authentic American barbecue folk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like guys like fucking smoking briskets and like smoking oh. everything, any kind of meat you can imagine. I've been watching really weird stuff, playing a bit of FIFA. Um, and not much because I've just edited up a couple of days ago. So that's really yeah. been most of my time. 
and I've been pretty busy just getting the flat ready to go. Now I've got some guy waiting to demolish stuff in the back. <laughs> That's great. So, do you think a barbecue place would be all right in Perth? Do you think you get a lot of people going? I want to buy a smoker. Like when yeah. I buy the oh. new house, we had one. The smoke pit it shut down though. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I guess it wouldn't do. Last year, but I think the position was wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where was it? Was it on um, South, South, South Street? Street? From the bank, wasn't it? It was like a was uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it South Medford? South Medford. Yeah. Had a, a smoker anywhere though, because I went in one day and they just had like rack ovens and that, and I was like, maybe who nah. don't know. We've got a peri peri chicken house now. Nah, I want to Oh, yeah. 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 Where's yeah. that? Next to the Rabbi Burns. Okay. It used yeah. to be. Oh, okay, yeah, I know what it is. It used yeah. to be a desi. It's got Zulu's yeah. mm. peri peri chicken grill. Have you tried that bird box on Just Eat? No. Yeah. No. Recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, really okay. recommend it. It's called Bird Box. It, is I, that I, over I, by um, the gym? What one? The the one close to the water, close to the river. I don't think so. I think it's no. It? I think it's actually like they're operating out of a weird. From what it looks like on Just Eat mm-hmm. or Deliveroo or whatever which one it was, they look like they're operating like somewhere near here. Um, so like near Tiki Max, like oh, all right. could be at the area. Back so of the lead could, or yeah, I think it's possibly there. But we've had their stuff a few times and it's actually been amazing. Oh shit! Mm. Okay, it's like much better right KFC. Now, I've not had my tea yet, so I'm fucking <laughs> so, starving. Try it and tell I've got me what you think. in the fridge just now. Oh, Marinating. Yeah. It was a day. Sat there all day. Andy, let's go half on a smoker. Let's do it right now. Well, so, yeah, we, <laughs> mate, when I buy the new house, what I want to do is buy a Weber grill and get a smoker as well. A Weber grill? Get a Weber, man. You mean you know, business. Yeah, I love it. Much. I love every second of it. You see that? Yeah, there's oh, lots of that that That's it starting. So, yeah, I want to get a smoker. So, I've been watching loads of shit like that. And then I've been going down stupid holes, like getting these 10 minute videos, like. Fucking Javi, oh. can ex Barcelona player like Javi's greatest fucking glasses and assists. Fucking Eusebio's greatest. Moments. I even like those things. Shit, yeah. man. So yeah, that's about it. Um, I don't think I've got any music. Oh, I do actually. Um, I think I mentioned it last week. Did I mention Leaf Dog last week? Yes. Yes. I did. Mm. Yeah, I've been listening a little bit more of him and that kid's album, um, and a wee bit more of Lost Tapes too. But I'm yeah. not changing my scoring on either. I gotta listen to that. I um, oh, just I forgot. I, I said this to Mike earlier. I finished All or Nothing with the Carolina Panthers. Oh, fucking <coughs> so good, man! Like, is it worth a watch? Oh yeah, I? definitely, man. Like, it's, it it's brilliant. Let's see, Cam Newton is probably the cool. He, like when he's picking his game day outfits, he has to make. He's got this personal tailor who covers the room in these fucking mental suits, and he's just standing there with a massive cigar. Like he's got his own cigar lounge. It's, <laughs> it's so good because you, like, you see the ends and ends of it, man. <laughs> there is no need. There's no need. Boy's extra. It's fucked, man. But what's yeah. hilarious is like he'll he'll, do, he'll go through all that, pick out like some twenty thousand dollars suit, go in there, have a horrible game, and then he's sitting at the, the table at the press conference, like with like a shit look on his face. He's kind of like, yeah, we didn't play very well. It's kind of like you went through all that shit, didn't play well, now you look like a dick he sitting up there. When he's playing, because in the couple of games that he's injured towards the end of the season, he's just sitting in a trackie at the side of the pitch. Oh, I gotta watch but it. But yeah, I'll give that a seven bananas. It's well. Did well you see watch. the Man City one? Yeah. Was oh. it better than the Man City one? The Man City one was good. The Man City one I think, it, better. I think it was on par because both of those teams I have no real affiliate. I think I'd probably give it a higher score than if I was a Man City fan or a I Panthers fan. The difference but is one wasn't a winning. A championship winning yeah. team. That's, so like, that's that, maybe the that other. Was good. I was mm-hmm. good to see, to see, to see like from. to see the the disappointment 
when at the end of the season they didn't get to the playoffs because no. it, go, it goes through the bit where they're going through like a bit of a four or five losing streak yeah. but they're not getting pumped they're actually playing quite well and still losing if anyone remembers their last season so it is worth a watch it's like that old quote you know your, your team's losing but they're playing well well rather than play shit you know what I mean so <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty much all. Soon. Right, I'll check that one out. Later. Right, well, that is the is that the end of it. Anyone, any yeah. other business? No? No, so, I'm, I'm just asking my mom for the Amazon login details. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Thank you very much, Claire, for coming on. So, Thanks for having me. Persia Pride 10th, 10th of August. 10th of August. We'll share all the details out on our page Great. as well. Thank you very much. Um, oh, that's oh, thunder. This is the silent oh. storm. <laughs> I'm thinking we should be able to pick some of that up anyway. That's nice. That'd be a nice so, one. Uh, just end off the episode. <laughs> eh? yeah. um, thank you. Uh, just a, just a personal point. We we just recently cracked eight thousand individual downloads. Yes, thank for you. The podcast, for which the is a fucking wow. pretty fucking big deal for us. So thank you very much. Uh, you can get in touch with us at monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail We are on. Uh, Facebook and Podbean Monkey Swordfight Podcast I'm on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice I'm also on Twitter at underscore M Dots The show's on Twitter at MSF underscore podcast yeah. and you find you're all da hanging out at Macapella <laughs> You got any social media you want to hand out Claire? At Perster Pride and hashtag bring Gandalf back, yes. to, per- at, back to the Shire I'm going to look for it I'm going to be, I'm going to be <laughs> that every single day at least three times uh, Thank you very much everyone we'll speak to you later Peace Bye Bye